There it is. We are live with Abrax Precipice episode, what are we on, 11? Are we that far in? We're 11 episodes in. That's super cool. I'm excited for it. Uh, this is a... Kind of unreal, actually. That's kind of unreal that it's been 11. Yeah, that we survived. <laughs> yeah, that we're still alive. You just jinxed us, Onyx. I hope, I hope we make it out alive. I, I'm just glad I can keep your guys, keep some people's attention for that long. So, um... <laughs> It's it's kind of it's kind of fun. Uh, we are Abrax's Precipice. This is uh, the Expanse role playing game by Green Room Publishing. Uh, actual play stream. Uh, tonight's special guest is one Brianna Flame. She is a. I'm gonna go through it. She is a producer for the Initiative Order. Uh, a cast member on Second Star on the right, and an ambassador for Jasper's Game Day. Uh, welcome, Brianna. Uh, what you will to the audience. Thank you so much. Um, hi, everyone. I'm really excited to be here. Like John pretty much said, I'm Brianna Flame. Um, you can find me on socials at Brianna Flame because I'm super creative with names and just went with my own. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I'm involved with Jasper's Game Day, Initiative Order. Um, I'm a tabletop streamer just kind of across platforms. And I'm really excited to try out this system for the second time. So I apologize if I'm asking a lot of questions, but I'm very happy to be here. Very cool. Yeah, we're happy to have you here too. Uh, I've only gotten to play with you a few times, and it's always been a blast. So I want to let's keep the streak alive. Um, tonight we got a giveaway. Uh, it's one of our Donager class giveaways we do, where we give away some big stuff. Uh, this tonight's giveaway is going to be a set of the Expanse role-playing game dice. Uh, they're very fun, very nice uh, by Q Workshop. Yeah, there you go. They got some Belter ones from Jackrabbit there. Uh, in addition to that set of dice, we will also be sending our lucky winner a set of cosplay patches for the Expanse. So we got one of Amos' patches up here in clean Cattenberry patch. Uh, I think this is I think here is one of the Icarus is, and then we have a OPA Navy patch as well. So we'll be sending those to one lucky winner. Um, in addition, oh, and, and to enter tonight, the keyword tonight is business. Business. Mm. Type that into the. Um, the chat and you will be entered to win our giveaway which we do at the end of the stream uh finally too if we hit our sub goal for the month uh we will give away a copy of the expanse board game by whiz kids games uh, it's a blast it's a good game getting hard to find uh highly recommended um alike so we'll, we'll be doing that as well lastly we gotta thank our patrons uh, on patreon it's the best way to support us we appreciate everyone there we got bonus episodes there's currently three bonus episodes so you can see kind of people's origins or more backstory about the characters we preview stuff we're showing off our custom dice we're having made right now actually we'll hopefully have those here in october to do it for giveaways um but we got to give uh our, our good friend daniel who's been supporting us in a top tier uh gets the oi beltaloda uh for his massive support so on three we're gonna give daniel an oi beltaloda three two one all right thank you so much all right cool guys well we're gonna go and delve into it uh thank you everybody for tuning in too and like once again uh the code word is business to enter the giveaway all right so <clears throat> last we left off the group had kind of uh finished their mission with diana uh got her to mars finally after a big loop around to earth uh from Ju from saturn to jupiter to earth then back to mars um, the Sinclair is taking a big, big trip around the solar system. Uh, having dropped her off, she has uh, funded you for a uh, good docking uh, a place actually on the surface of Mars, uh, right next to uh, Nova, uh, 
Londres Nova, the capital of Mars, uh, basically New London. Um, there, for the last week or so, uh, with the newfound riches that Onyx has encountered from his discovery as an artist, we'll say, uh, has been whining and dining around this city of about, it's got about 40, 60,000 people in it, uh, touring around Mars and doing whatever he wants to do and such. Um, during your, during your splurges here, though, you have certainly attracted some interest, uh, Onyx. Uh, you, you figure you got, you finally got paid like an Earther. You might as well live, or like an innerd. You might as well pay, like, live like an innerd, right? See how they, what they really do. Yeah. Uh, throwing your money around. Um, of, of, of note, during your splurges was you managed somehow to make an appointment with one, uh, Cordelia Ford Kozlov, a, uh, someone you heard about from Myrtle, uh, she's some sort of, like, business protege, knows how to invest money, knows how to get people a notice, knows how to get business off the ground, stuff like that, too. You're thinking maybe her branding consultant, uh, work can help you out somehow or help the group out, but it's one of those things you kind of, like, signed up for and forgot about during your week of splurges, <laughs> but now the appointment has come up. I'd like to think the week of splurge is part of why I forgot was because I was like, no, I, he I help you get that money. You keep buying me drinks. No, <laughs> yeah. no, don't go to bed. We keep drinking. But, oh, uh, my, my head, it hurting so bad. <laughs> Too much money. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the, what's the belt is saying? Uh, the more you share, the fuller your bowl. Uh, yeah. Is that yeah. it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but you've been staying at, uh, there's actually, uh, you have a meeting actually at a very, very nice hotel. Uh, the hotel is called um, the Octopole. Uh, or sorry, it, it's sorry, in Octopole, which is the downtown district of uh, London's Lund Nova. Uh, you are in a bar called the Saffron Mantle. A uh, very high class place. Uh, it has private chambers, uh, meeting places. It looks like a lot of investors and dignitaries, some generals are here too. Um, all of you, uh, how, how are you kind of like, how are you guys dressing for this kind of occasion? I'm putting my kind of fancy business attire on. Okay. I'll dress a little better than I normally do, but still not super fancy. Like dad casual? Yeah, exactly. dad, Vacation dad? Yeah. <laughs> um, what about, I'm more concerned with the belters, because they're, they're the wild cards oh. here. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm wearing, wearing my... The... Oh, yeah, go ahead. You, you know, you go, you go. Oh, just a flight suit with grease, motor oil, because I'm, I'm the artist, so I'm not going to change much. Uh, uh, maybe maybe get a fancy hat, you know, kind of like a, some type of head headwear. But, uh, oh, my teeth are newly dyed, so got pretty colors all over. What, and, what, what uh, colors are they? they were, now it's like black, purple, black, purple, black, purple. Okay, so you got checker? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, nice. I, got, I got my slippers on. Yeah, so so you guys have seen like Onyx has splurged for like cos like brief cosmetic surgery for on his teeth, uh, <laughs> just kind of throwing money around really arbitrarily in in, in just awkward ways. Um, what about Jackrabbit? What are you What are you wearing? Yeah, I I imagine I like took Wyatt's um, I Heart New York T-shirt and I'm wearing that with the flip flops because they're <laughs> new. And so I think that new things, that's that's what we're supposed to wear, right? It's nice. Yeah. It's nice, it's nice. If you want your teeth dyed too, you, I would have got Jackrabbit some new new paints. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Jackrabbit, you do get a lot of 
like why you, you thought like people were like jackrabbit you get a lot of people kind of looking at you and you're you're thinking they're looking at you weird because you're a belter uh, and I you, smile with my similar gritted teeth because Onyx yeah. did that, and I'm like, that's what uh, that's what Mabaratna do. And I just like every time someone looks at me funny, I I'm like, they like my teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, does, are you sure it looks okay? Because it kind of feels a little funny oh, in my yeah. mouth. Yeah, they okay. look at how expensive and fancy your teeth are. That's all. Okay. And why you're realizing that people are looking at Jack weird not because she's a belter, but because she's wearing an I Heart New Yorkshire on Mars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, so it's, it's kind of an awkward situation, but you guys walk into this, uh, fine ball of the saffron, uh, mantle, um, coming into it, uh, it's, it's pretty luxurious, uh, the ceilings are a little taller, they go to maybe 14 feet here, uh, it's got a full-service bar with a variety of, uh, whiskeys, um, they do have some imports, uh, coming from both, uh, like, especially from Titan, but also from, there's a bit of Earth stuff here, but it's mostly Martian, uh, based, uh, stuff, so there's a lot of vodka, uh, like a whole, they have a whole, like, like spread of vodka, you wouldn't believe, and they do have, like, a meal menu and such, um, as you walk in, the maitre d', uh, whoever it may be, he kind of sees you walk in, says, uh, uh, please, uh, this way, uh, Ms., uh, Ms. Kozlov is waiting for you in, in the, uh, private, uh, dining area. Oh. Oh, yeah. Who's okay. Miss, who's Miss Kozlov? Uh, I think I made an appointment, uh, <laughs> I forgot about long, long, many nights ago, but, uh, yeah, she's gonna help us. She's gonna help me, uh, take some of my credits and put in good stuff and uh, maybe help make my art go further. Uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be really good to uh, kind of have some meetings here to see about, you know, the more that we want to kind of keep our new home and work together, we need work. And so we could use some help, you know, kind of advertising around and marketing ourselves as, you know, this team from, you know, the belt from Earth that we can get along with Mars and see if people can get along and make creative things and, you know, do business together. And we can fix anything. Yes. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. You believe you can fix the socio-economical political issues of the solar system. <laughs> um, We're all really good at what we do. We just don't know how to market what we do. So yes. you, you walk up to this room. It's got like a glass front on it. It's kind of like a private, like uh, kind of a casual room. There's like some uh, nice kind of seating around a circle table. Uh, the table's made out of like a red stone of some sort. You're guessing it's kind of like a Martian. It looks like very artisan made, like a handmade piece. Uh, very expensive. Nothing. The Belters have never seen something like this. It's very ostentatious. Um, even someone like Myrtle, you've seen stuff like this too, but it's pretty much like in like very rich people's houses. Um, th- this place is fancy. It, it, it rivals some of the best uh, places you've been to in Lovell City on Luna. Uh, but walking in, you see this. Uh, you see a, a woman sitting, a young woman sitting at the uh, in the area. Uh, look up and notice you as you as you guys are approaching through the through the window, uh, being guided by the Maitre D. Um, Cordelia, what do you what do you want to do? You see this you see this ragtag group that you've had like mentioned up on your. Uh, you've been reading about a little bit, and they want some sort of weird consultation. You're not really sure what they want, but they're paying. All their pain, and that's what matters. So, uh, Cord, as soon as she would notice the group coming in, she would stand uh, from where she was sitting, um, welcoming. You'd see a tallish, probably like five nine, thin build, very well dressed, um, dark suit. She has a very curly, short red hair, um, and you know it's like maybe. 
uh, some detailing on the suit, a slight bump on her upper left arm, and uh, she has a very warm smile as you enter in. Well, hello there. Yeah, Yeah, you see these black and purple alternating teeth. Uh, you, you've, you've heard of this style. It's popular with belters to like dye their teeth, have their teeth dyed essentially or uh, augmented. Um, it's not like a very invasive or expensive procedure. It's kind of gaudy, but it's just something that they like to do. Um, Interesting. <laughs> right. uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, are you Cordelia? Cord? Oh, yes. You can just call me Cord. Um, are you, um, Onyx? Uh, yeah. My name Onyx, uh, and this is the... Uh, introduce yourselves. I start pointing. And you, yeah, you know Myrtle. Yeah, we already know each other. And, oh. um, I have a little surprise from you from when we were talking back on series. And I'm gonna pull out of my little bag a little thing of chocolates. And open them up and show you that they, um, it's like the Martian flag, but done really pretty stylistically, all in fine chocolates. Oh, I see a, um, her eyes kind of start like getting a little bigger and she smiles. Oh, that's so sweet of you. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm so sorry. I didn't put two and two together when I was looking at all the information. I did not know it'd be you. It's, it's lovely to see everyone. And me, Jackrabbit de Leon, and I'm gonna like reach over and eat one of those chocolates. <laughs> uh, I'm the reason that uh, this Koyo here, he uh, sold so much art. You know, he he the one who makes all the things, but you gotta have somebody there to work the crowd. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. You guys watch as uh, Jackrabbit eats Deimos off the flag. <laughs> In my I Heart New York t-shirt. <laughs> it's a pretty, fucking piece, pretty good piece of propaganda. It's like chocolate on the white shirt. Yeah. Yeah. This white buff after. I'll, I'll introduce myself. I'm, I'm Wyatt. Oh, nice to meet you. I'm Cord. Nice um, but but please, um, why, don't you, why don't you all have a seat? And she'll go ahead and sit back down completely in her chair. And there, there's like a spread set. Uh, the Maitre D, uh, as you guys kind of sit down, he goes around and takes everyone's drink orders. Uh, whatever you like, uh, he's willing to get. The house, especially the series of vodkas, um, they can bring like a, I mean, they can do like a flight of different vodkas, which is pretty wild if you want to go for it. But, um, or they can bring a house special or some drinks made with it. Um, whatever you're into, they're they're more happy to uh, oblige. Oh, flight? Yeah. yeah. Flights sound great, especially, you know, as we want to get to know the distilleries here on Mars, because that might help our business there on series as we're importing and exporting goods around. So, so I definitely you're, you're, want to take some notes of, you know, whatever kind of flights we can get. So you're, you're making this a business expense. So I'm going to have you make the income test for this one. Do you have Please a bring a Yeah, bring some built to That's what I want to know is, is some built to be to wash it down. <laughs> they do not serve beer here actually it's not a beer bar don't call it a bar if you're not selling any bits of beer that doesn't make any sense I'll, I'll order them it's like let me let me get this and I will order them some just like hardcore like <laughs> kind of yeah. in your gut bourbon for them what do you got the income test uh, let's see I can't remember where I put my income Uh, anyway, I got a twelve, uh, thirteen. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you you you're uh, is that thirteen total? Yeah. 
Okay, so yeah, you you managed to kind of uh, spring the money on it, um, and you can afford the 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 flights and the drinks for everybody here, including Cordelia if she wants to partake. But it's kind of a series of flights comes in, kind of a sample of the bar and the like. Um, Cordelia, this does remind you though that uh, the your your payment is due uh, prior to services rendered. So uh, whenever you want to charge Onyx or bring up the topic of him paying, because you don't want to start giving him advice without him paying. It's true. Maybe she was. <laughs> so um, I would say probably at the time if everyone's kind of settled in, she would kind of lean over towards Onyx and be like, um, there is a slight uh, discussion about payment up front. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I reach now. Uh, no problem. And uh, and I just ask her for the amount and I just like, yeah. You slide so over here. Uh, make yeah. an income test. Uh, right. Let's hope I don't Come fill on, my Onyx. first one. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't jinx me. Come on, do it. All right. Okay, Whew. all right, let's see, two, three, so six, eight, plus nine, right? Mm-hmm. 17. 17. All right, so you, you go up and you throw the cash over and you uh, amply pay uh, Cordelia her sum. Um, it comes over right away, Cordelia, uh, even, through, even though it's being transferred and uh, converted from uh, UN credits to uh, Martian uh, dollars, essentially. So, yeah, not a problem. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. So now we can get started and you can help Help us go big. Go big? Oh, oh, all right then. Um, I guess I would like to know, because honestly, I have very, very little, besides Myrtle, um, very little knowledge of this group. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell me a bit about yourselves? What exactly are you hoping to accomplish and how can I assist? Well, we were kind of, we're kind of a ragtag bunch that was thrown together. And then it turns out that we have a lot of feelings and goals and you know, kind of things that we want out of life to support, um, you know, like Onyx with his art. You know, he's, it's like, we want to show that, you know, there's a heart and soul in the belt, you know, to all of the the Martians and, and Earth. And then, you know, it's the same thing is I would like to, you know, try to bring the finer things to show the belters. Everything doesn't have to be always hard. And, you know, and kind of bring to Mars that it's okay to have friends that are in the belt, you know, and on Earth because of everything that's going on. So we have a lot of different things that we can do. We've been just kind of doing random jobs here and there. So probably we want to sell our own experiences about what kind of work we can do, mm-hmm. which is a variety of things that we can kind of talk about and then also support our creative endeavors. So okay. it's a little bit of a little bit of a mashup of different kinds of things. Understood. Understood. Um, think and most of the time. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, please, please. Well, most of the time, whenever we do things, uh, we're doing something, and then somebody sends us somewhere, then they shoot guns at us, and then sometimes we get paid, sometimes we don't get paid, sometimes I don't even know why we get the things that we do, but we do a good job, especially Big Pampa here. Uh, he's always getting shot. And, uh, and my friend Onyx here also gets shot a lot. Uh, so I think that that's something you should say, like they get shot for you, uh, so you don't get shot yourself, you know? <laughs> and so it's, I would yeah, say- essentially we can offer some services like that, that if somebody needs, you know, an escort, is that we can support them in different ways. Understood, okay then. Well, I would say a plan moving forward. We'll continue this conversation. I would like to, per our contract, follow. It sounds silly, but I would like to shadow you for the next week 
or so, um, just to kind of get an idea of how everyone is working with one another, with people you come across. Does it sound agreeable? Absolutely. Because we can talk all we want here, but I feel that unless I'm actually seeing action, I don't know what the advice I'm giving you is really going to pull through for you in the end. Make sure you sit next to me when we fly, because then you can really see like how good I am. <laughs> so we have flying, we have uh, essentially escorting, um, and art, was that correct? Yeah, I'll show you some sculptures I'm making, or how I fix and maintain the ship too. And uh, yeah, and when I get shot, I'll show you nuts too. Yeah, and we got a little bit of import-export going on too. You know, I'd like to, like I said, bring some finer things not only to the wealthy out here, you know, on the different stations and stuff, but also have some nice comforts for the belt. Because I don't know if my friends here have ever had real cheese. What's that? So, you know, it's 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 like, you know, we, we want to have a, a lot of different things. Is having, you know, kind of, we want to be able to do business in many, many different ways with many different kinds of people. Okay. I feel like we have a lot of ground to cover. Um, <laughs> So I feel like maybe narrowing this down to maybe three different things that you would want words to really describe and encompass the group. Um, actually, let's just do four so it's nice round. Um, Onyx, why don't you go ahead and give me a word? A word? Hmm. Uh, what kind of word? One that you feel your goal, you know, two weeks from now, two months from now, two years from now. What word do you want associated with you and with your group? Oh, oh let's see. Well. I guess Onyx, what we would say, I say, uh, we want to be successful and uh, and have lots of credits and a big ship. We want to be okay. Successful does seem like a good starting word. Okay, successful. And let's see here, uh, Myrtle, what would you say? I would say joy. I'd like to bring joy to people's lives. Okay. I like that. So far, we have one that's very, um, not necessarily materialistic, but very um, easy to see. You have (laughs) items, you have worth, but then you also have an emotional tie. Okay. And um, it was Jackrabbit, was that right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Can I give you like a a belted phrase? Okay, Uh, yeah. I I, I think that it should be a belted leak pashang. It, you know, belt as fuck. That's what that's what we about. Okay. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Uh, Cord, can you can you give me a um, give me an intelligence check? Cause I don't think you, I don't know if you have belter culture or, or as a skill, but give me a or a language. Give me like intelligence on that. Intelligence check. Awesome. Yeah, um, could you remind me the rolling for this? Uh, so roll three d six and then okay. add your intelligence number, and that's it. That's sim- oh wow, that's good. Um, 12, 13, 14, 15. Uh, 15, okay. So yeah, you know this phrase quite commonly. She basically just said fuck. Yeah. Like, like enthusiastic <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Uh, so like, yeah, like a very enthusiastic ver- rendition of that word. Not just like an angry one, but like a... Celebratory. Celebratory. Really. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I think as as Wyatt and I both are just like, oh, <laughs> um, I might want to say pride. You know, belter pride. That might be something that uh, is, you know, pride, belter strength. You no, know? yeah. something Secure. like that. So we want to show that uh, 
So you're 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 translating Pashang. Pashang yes. is like a pride. Okay, I'm like, a pride. that's that's what Jack Rabbit said. Pashang. Yeah, Pashang. Yeah. <laughs> and um, why? What word would you want? I would go with secure. Secure. I like that word. That's good. I feel like one thing. I would say is most important in my experience is knowing that who you're working with is a secure individual, secure corporation. You have to know the trust that you're putting into them is going to be worth it. So what exactly is your plan for the next week? Look around. We're we gonna eat everything. Yeah, yeah, drink a more uh, Delta beer. Yeah, I, I think that we're kind of maybe a little vacation type things. It's like maybe find some work, explore. Um, I don't know if Onyx and Jackrabbit have been to Mars before. So this is a whole new experience. Um, I've only been here once and I was only here for a day. Um, So I think it's good to explore and check out, maybe do some shopping and maybe, you know, see what we can do for some business. Maybe Onyx might want to sell some more art. Yeah, I want to sell some art to some dusters. Yeah. God, that'd be so he he says the phrase "dusters," which is derogatory towards uh, Martians. You see, maybe like a a slight uh, <laughs> her, her lip kind of twitches a little bit. I'm usually on this ship. To Onyx. Oh oh. That's like oh, if, in, if, if they're calling you skinnies, so we oh, don't say we don't say oh, that here. Oh, I'm in Pomang, Pomang, Martian. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yes, yeah, so when we on the <laughs> ship, uh, Big Pompa teaches me to shoot the rifle lately, but I don't think we can we do that here on Mars. Oh yeah. Yeah, Mars has like a strict no weapons um, kind of policy. You can have a license to carry a taser, perhaps, but um, even like bodyguards or uh, local security don't carry uh, lethal weapons with them that would penetrate the domes or the the shielding. Yeah, we should probably actually make that a priority. Is that it'd probably go easy for Wyatt and I. Um, maybe not even me, you know, being from, you know, an Arthur. But uh, we might want to look at that so we don't get questioned while we're running around about our tasers. Well, I assumed you guys left them all back on the ship. Well, um, if we're going to be here for a week and we go on and off ship, we yeah. might want to square that away if, if we want to carry them with us. Yeah, maybe maybe a carrying taser. I got all this money, and everybody see me, you know, buying new things. I don't want them to come take it. I'm not really worried about my safety here on Mars. I think we'd be alright leaving our weapons. Yeah, so we can leave them there. But if anybody wanted to, then we should take care of that before somebody gets hauled off to a brig. I mean, you, you guys are in the capital. I mean, it's it's you guys have seen security officers here. You haven't seen any like issues with any violence or someone trying to like steal something. It's actually a very lawful society. Most people steal about their business. Um, it, it actually does feel very secure. Okay. Yeah. No. No need then. Yeah. And the other thing that we do is we we try and avoid Diana because we don't want to talk to her. Yeah. This is not a name familiar to you at all, Cordelia. That's like. Okay. Who's a uh, who's Diana? Oh, she's um, she's this Baratna that uh, I I don't even know. She does special secret things on on Mars, and she wants some of our stuff. Um, but we I think don't want to give it in to intelligence. her. Hmm. Or so, something something like that. They're they're making a reference to the Martian Secret Service. So it's basically the intelligence agency that that's 
uh, like another agency besides the Congressional Navy. So it's, yeah, it's another uh, military service, essentially, kind of secret service. Intelligence agency, CIA, basically describe it. Oh, okay. Has this person been um, problematic? She just watched a lot of TV. Yeah. <laughs> she remember I told you that some of those people, they make us do some things and then people shoot at us. She one of those people that like ask us do stuff. Uh, then uh, people shoot at us. Then we get something she wants. We don't want to give it to her. And then now she, she won't leave us alone. She actually just like basically. I can't tell you what it is though. It's a secret. Yeah. <laughs> you want to put it? <laughs> well, um, I do ask that if uh, if this individual is is nearby and you do become aware, please let me know. Okay. Yeah. Why you you have a suspicion that you will probably never see Diana again, and if you do, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah. Can yeah. But we have something she might want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We gotta sell that to her. But uh okay, yeah. So do we just take you around? You you gonna follow us to the ship or to shopping? Um see yeah. how we live? That's essentially the whole premise. I like to follow to get an idea of what your day to day is gonna be, not just for don't don't misunderstand. I think it's lovely. Get your site CNN, kind of familiarize yourself, but don't undervalue networking. That's probably my biggest piece of advice I would give to anyone that I'm working with. Um, there's always money's helpful, and that will definitely get you so far. But networking, word of mouth, and honestly, Myrtle, like you said, inspire and join other people. Make those connections. I'll be watching. Um, and I'll be honest, I'm pretty blunt at times when it comes to my observations. Oh, that's okay, because this group definitely says what's on their mind. <laughs> Ashan. Yeah, maybe, Ashan, yeah. Ashan. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we make make art and uh yeah, bring joy to to the Martians here. But yeah, okay. I get it. Yeah, that that is kind of an observation you've had culturally, Onyx is like the Martians, like they do seem like they're satisfied and they're safe, but they don't you don't you don't get that belter sense of like camaraderie. like you get that they're kind of brothers in something. But it's more of like they're brothers for a purpose versus like just being brothers for, to, for brotherhood's sake and kind of party and having a good, good time. You don't see it as much here. Um, everyone's, a lot, everyone's a lot stiffer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Okay. Hmm. What you think, yeah, gang? They don't look like they're, they have a lot of fun. They probably do in their own way, but it, you know, everybody's very, you know, what we, what we say um, on Earth is uh, nose to the grindstone. I'm kind of curious when they're going to bring out this uh, vodka you paid for like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, I see you guys are casually drinking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they bring out like numerous flights of like shots of vodka um, and they're all they're all labeled like the little the little uh, flight. Um, I don't know you call it. What is that? Do you know what that's called? Like the thing the flights are on? Um, that serving tray. tray. They're all yeah. like, it's like a digital, it has like digital labels on it. So it's like labeled to each piece. So you know exactly what's what. So if you wanted more of something, you could order more of it if you want to. And really it was that Wyatt's was, I was just drinking Wyatt's. That's why there's like unfair. I just moved it over while it was talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anna, you're, you're pretty sure one of these like would make a pretty good, uh, engine clean solution at some point oh yeah yeah i pour it into my flat i pour my motor oil into the glass and pour that into my flask they put a shot of vodka in your motor oil 
Yeah, to put it in, okay. and then I save some for the ship later. Okay. Yeah. Polish, and I'll polish all the rifles with it. Yeah. They do good. And you're, you're watching this cord with, like, I don't know what your emotional reaction to this, but you're, like, watching this guy who's apparently this, like, wealthy artist who paid your fee, which is ample. He paid for, like, the platinum plan or whatever it is. And, like, you're watching him, like, he's like, oh, yeah, we go have a good time. And, like, and like he's sitting there pouring vodka, like, shots into, a, into like, a motor oil can and drinking it. You tell them whenever you do that thing that uh, this is why our ships run so fast and so good is because our mechanic is smart. Yeah, yeah, this motor oil lubricate my brain, make me smart. Um, Artist and mechanic. Uh, Cordelia, can you give me an intuition check? So roll a perception. Uh, So roll three, three, six, and add your perception to it. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Um. So you you're getting kind of like this this like little there's a sense of tingling. Um, it's like a spider sense, but it's real. And it, uh, uh, you, you keep on hearing them talk about their ship. And from your experience, people that have like a tight knit group like this and have a ship tend to like that. That ship's kind of a, like a a, a binding a, a bonding point or an experience. So you might that might be something you want to see early on to try to get a sense of where they've been. Because um, like having them walk around the city is kind of like I mean it, it's it, they're going to be tourists. They're not going to really be themselves. But maybe in a place where they feel like home, you might get a better insight into them. Makes sense. Um, Cord would bring up yeah, within their conversation. Um, and I know you've mentioned a ship a few times so far. Uh, would it be possible for me to go and see it? Uh, what, what? What is the name again of it? That's Sinclair. Sinclair. It's beautiful, and it's got a beautiful... We paint a beautiful picture on it, too. He shows you the image of a uh, Belter woman uh, done in his kind of art style with like uh, her cyber head shape with red hair coming down the side. Um, she's got some Belter tattoos on her uh, and it's got this kind of like thing that says Sin and Claire, like it's two words. Because um, yeah, she based off of our friend, our friend Abby who used to fly with us on the ship. Uh, this was her girlfriend who got killed by one of those people we telling you that was shooting at us. So then we called the ship to Sinclair. Oh, okay. Well, Onyx, I, I really do like your art. It's fantastic. So I, I would love to see this in person. Oh, Taki, yes, yes. Let's let's go to the ship. All right. So you guys go ahead and catch um, the... Uh, you go and walk through the, the streets of uh, Lunders Nova and catch a tram. Uh, the tram's going to take you right outside of town. The, the docks actually are not... The, the docks for the, the city are not in the city. They're on the edges to make sure, like, in case there's, like, an explosion or something like that, you know, level of capital. Um, but uh, you go to the Opportunity Shipyards, uh, not too far out. It's, it takes, like, with the, with the tram system that they have between their, their towns here, it's very fast to get from one place to another. Um, the... Uh, as you uh, take the tram and come to the, the shipyards, uh, these are really fine shipyards. They're well-maintained. They are in a gravity well, which is a little different for a few of you. Um, you know that, like, to get the ship off of the ground without, like, basically burning down the surface of Mars, um, you would have to, like, use a chemical assist rocket to get up, so that's kind of... And that's all been paid for by Diana, so that those, those whenever you guys want to leave, it's fine. Um, but you guys get to the dockyards and, and uh, walk out and... I see the sights and stuff like that. People are coming and going. Uh, it's mostly like uh, tourists here. 
well, a few light freighters, stuff like the size of your ship, but they're not bringing in the massive freighters that like would bring in uh, docks. Those would come more like stay in orbit, and then um, uh, there'd be ferries coming up and down from the surface to the uh, the docking yards uh, orbiting Mars. Um, but yeah, you you go ahead and you you start walking through and. Uh, you can see the numerous ships and stuff like that too. Uh, you can see where you guys are docked at. Remember where you're at, uh, walking through. Um, as you are walking through, um, Jackrabbit, uh, you, you are you guys kind of walking through this this uh, guy kind of starts waving you guys down. This uh, Martian guy, um, he's wearing a um, not 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 like a flight suit, but he's wearing kind of work clothes and stuff like that. So they're not they're not greasy though. They're not like they're not busted like Onyxes. They're pretty clean. Um, sees you kind of over and he goes, uh, hey, 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 excuse me, you guys, uh, you guys, the, you guys are, are in dock number, uh, 23A, right? Yeah. That's, that's the one you guys ran, yeah. I look at Wyatt to make sure that's the number. Yes. You guys have been drinking a lot, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that, that's the dock. He's like, yeah, you guys are in 23A, right? Yeah. Okay. He's Why? like, hey, um. You know, I gotta tell you, it, it's, it's it's weird. Is uh, is is Ephraim with you guys? Did he come back? Who are you talking about? Ephraim, he, the the owner of the ship. Did he come back? Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think he's back in New York City. New York City? <laughs> that doesn't sound like Ephraim. He wouldn't go out to New York. Uh, no, I mean, we would we would have heard if he was in New York. Now he went out to the belt, uh, took uh, took the Anna Marie out there a few years ago. I I recognize that ship anywhere. You know, I was one of the ones the guys helped put it together when it, when it when it was a uh, you know a kind of a dream of Ephraim's. Oh yeah, Eph- Ephron, uh, he he uh he make us uh, take care of the ship. I I painted it. You see the uh, I saw the, it. Uh, it's got the name Sinclair on the transponder. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, the, yeah. But yeah, the profile came back. It's it's not the Anna Marie for sure. I can even recognize a lot of those weird rivets I had to put in the side. Oh yeah, don't don't, don't worry so about it. Cha- so Ephraim changed the name, huh? Yeah, yeah, he changed his name. Uh, and maybe uh, you know when we get uh, when we get to contact Ephron, we'll have him send you a message. Uh, uh, I want to try to bribe him. Or something. Uh, I mean, it's smart that he changed the name, you know, that naming your ship the Anna Marie after your ex is, it's bad luck, my friend. Yeah, that's why he did it to the, to the Sinclair, because he met a new, new, uh, Baratna named Claire, and then she broke his heart, and he just was like, one, one, uh, one Baratna to the next, I just changed the name to the next one, and I say, you don't worry, I take it for a ride for you. Yeah, he was sad. uh, Does the port airlock on it still stick a little bit when it opens up? I fixed that. I fixed that. You fixed that, man. That was a whole misalignment to the to the superstructure. You actually fixed that. Wow. You didn't fix it. Yeah, just, <laughs> just yeah. We take care. We take good care of it. He he was so sad. He he went off planet, and you know we so we just uh, repaired the ship, and we're gonna go take it to him later. Yeah. Well, I I didn't think he'd ever come back to Mars. I thought after his uh, after uh, you know Anna and and left him, he'd. Uh, he never come back, you know. The heartache he has rough. Is he? Is he? Is he doing okay? Well, yeah, he do good. He do good, but he he broken heart, right? He think he do bad, but he doing okay. That's good. Yeah, I mean, some of the rumors that went around about that that breakup that was you know was bad stuff for him. I felt I felt awful for the guy. I can't blame him for leaving. Yeah, um, he really he really get 
he really get emotional about the women. You know, I tried to tell him, don't get so caught up. There's many others in the space, you know. Yeah. Many stars in the sky. He don't like that metaphor. He say, uh, that's just like the what uh, the earth is called about fish and sea, but star and skies. There's more than star and sky. I try to say he doesn't seem to care. So he, he did agree, though, that he wanted to work on himself, you know, to kind of get some peace within himself. And so, you know, he's just like, we're like, we'll take care of the business for you. Don't worry about it. Wait, so did he did he sell it to you or is he still is he still own it, operate it, or captain it? What's his position now at the ship? Uh, well, he yeah, leased we, it. Lease it yeah. to us. And he then I told him, and then we painted the picture. You see the picture, Claire? We tell him after we fly it around, if we bring it back to you and you look her in the eye and you still love her, then maybe that says something, you know? Okay. Well, I'm, I hope he's okay. Uh, it's just kind of weird to see that ship here. I, I hadn't seen it for a long time. Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Ephraim, man, that was... That was a rough thing. That would have been, geez, almost, it's been almost 12 years. Oh, yeah, wow. Komang, they maybe not say nothing because he's so sad about it that he don't want to make everybody know, you know, he break up with Anna Marie and all this stuff. So, yeah, we just tell you because you're, um, you're his, uh, his friend. Yeah, the other thing, too, is he really didn't want us to come to Mars. So when he leased it, he said, just don't go to Mars. And we just wanted to go because this guy here, and I point at Wyatt, he wanted to go see his family here. So we take a pit stop. Uh, yeah, I, I get that. Uh, well, I, I appreciate I appreciate your your I appreciate it, man. It's good to see the ship again. I'm glad you guys are taking care of it. It seemed like a good crew. Um, oh, yeah. The uh, uh, Ford, make a make a <laughs> intelligence current current affairs check. So roll three d six and then add your intelligence and add an extra two to it. I think you have current affairs. I do, yes. He cried like a baby. Oh, he, we should oh, just man. like milk it. Yeah. <laughs> Never <laughs> seen a grown, grown oh, in a cry I, I like tell, that. Yeah, I tell him, change his look. You get your teeth dyed, man. Come back new, you know? No, <laughs> no you'd cry over a woman to get your teeth dyed instead. <laughs> <laughs> is that your answer to everything? Get your teeth dyed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what would you get? Uh, uh, 14. 14, very nice. So you're kind of, so like you think, you hear the name Ephraim come up, you hear the name Anna Marie, Anna Marie come up, and you think 12 years back. And you're, you're thinking back to when you were younger in school and kind of studying and watching uh, business occur. And the name Ephraim triggers, this whole kind of thing triggers like uh, an event that happened uh, about 12 years ago for you in the world of business. Uh, namely that a... Uh, gentleman by the name of Ephraim, Ephraim uh, Guan, who is um, his family owned are, are made very, very rich individuals here. You've done work for their corporations in the past, um, consulting with them and such. Uh, he kind of like his uh, somehow his uh, his fiance basically just left, like like left Mars. And he kind of like like kind of abandoned all his uh, business goings here and took the ship, had the ship commission just left for the belt. Uh, but nobody really knows what happened to him um, or his or his uh, if you ever found his fiance or whatever. It's kind of like a weird romantic story. Um, but his uh, business was taken over by his brother, uh, Beauregard uh, Guan, who is, uh, as you readily know, and it's hard to get away. Um, 
he is a uh, the the top minister for the First Reformed Church of Martian Baptists. Um, he is in charge of one of the, of the largest mega church on Mars. Okay. Um, you've done business with the church before, like doing like consultations and helping with marketing and stuff like that too. Um, but they, this is a an organization that wields a lot of money. Understood. So. Man, who is that guy? Man, he is stop, stop. He he, real nosy. That one. <laughs> <laughs> Did a good job, Onyx. Yeah, we better get on the ship and get out of here, huh? Oh. Uh, yeah, that's not a bad job. That's not a bad idea. So. You guys are you guys keep on walking through the dockyards and stuff like that too. Uh, you notice you notice kind of uh, cord maybe has a little bit of like it's still very observant. It's very very observant of you guys, um, but definitely you guys get all why you get up you kind of pick up that um, cord's one of these people is very quiet, but there's a lot of gears turning in the head, a lot going on in there. Um, but they're very stoic. Give you kind of that, that stoic uh, perspective, um, but they're still smiling. Um, as you guys approach the the berth, uh, coming up to where the, the docking bay is, um, you can see that there's, you can see the ship through some of the uh, reinforced uh, windows and stuff like that uh, going out there. Um, it's all set, it's all locked down and such like that too. There's, you know, the, the security locks you guys have on it and the like. Um, what do you, uh, what do you guys want to do? Do you want to go on the ship and show her, uh, show her the ship or? Oh yeah, yeah and well. I imagine with the door that sticks when it opens, be like, Onyx, you better fix that. I, I pour that vodka, I, the vodka I had in, and I put it in the door. All right, give me a, give me an engineering test. All right, plus two. Like, this is like a far shot for you to pull us off. All right. Oh, I got a one on the drama guy. Um, seven <laughs> plus two, nine, and another two. So yeah, what'd you get total? 11. Yeah, like, like the door, like, mechanism sparks a little bit as you pour the vodka on it. And like now, it like it, instead of this going, instead of going like this, going, it now goes. That was an extra stick on it. He made stick here. Fix it later. More vodka. Um, you um, uh, as you go to as you go to open the door though, uh, I just kind of kind of messed it. Uh, there like. Uh, you're, you're not going to open the door on the ship. Actually, you're like you're going to go to the door of the ship and uh, go to have it work. But like the exterior door, the airlock door to it, uh, you go to punch. You punch the code in to get in and flash your stuff, and it comes up and says, uh, uh, "Birth on hold. See Doc Master." Hmm. Uh, I uh, I look at uh, Wyatt. Wyatt, look at this. They won't. They uh, blocked us. They want us to go see the Dockmaster. Yeah. Usually it indicates some sort of outstanding debt or um, issue with the like issue with the uh, the airlock or something like that too, but they, they basically don't want you guys fixing their airlocks for them. Nothing personal. <laughs> uh, let's go see the Dockmaster. Right. I told you probably Diana. I told yeah. you about Diana. We gotta give her we gotta give her the armor. Yeah, I don't we got think that we leverage. give it to her. I don't think we give that to her. Why is she going to take that from us? She's going to keep us it. here. She's going to keep us yeah. here. we got to sell it to her. I love how paranoid Baka <laughs> makes uh, Onyx. Yeah. <laughs> Most people make them angry and vicious, yeah. but you would make you paranoid. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so 
you go ahead and flash, and the, the current dock master on is assistant dock master uh, Karma Vidal is on is who's on duty. Um, you kind of put a buzz in for him and start walking towards his office, and it's the same guy you were talking to. Oh, yeah. He goes, "Oh, hey, it's uh, it's the Anna Marie crew. Uh, I saw you, I saw your message. Uh, yeah, Sinclair. there's Sinclair. We from the Sinclair, not no longer. Don't, just, yeah, don't let Efron hear you say that. Okay, well, um, yeah, well, it looks like uh, there's some sort of scheduled maintenance on that airlock. It seems I hadn't heard about this. Let me go get my guys on it, and we'll, we'll get that fixed up for you in no time. Uh, sorry for the delay and everything, but yeah, I can't, I can't in good conscience uh, open the the lock right now if there's a leak in there." Compromise the whole dock. Oh, yeah. Do I believe what he's saying? Uh, make a uh, intuition check. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Um, you uh, like he see like he he, he kind of I mean, he seems like an honest guy and he wants to make his money and he doesn't get his pay until you guys leave the dock. So he has interest, but he also doesn't want to blow the freaking dock up. Like he doesn't want to decom decompress the dock. So he's actually he's kind of he's playing the safe route with it. Um, as far as could he override the door, you, you're not sure. You're not even sure if he could override the door or not. Um, it might have to be go someone security would have to be here to do that. It doesn't seem like he's blocked us out of our own ship. Like he's right. He comes off surprised as, as you are. Okay. Uh, there's no way, friend uh, Komang, that you could uh, maybe uh, you know. Uh, speed it up, and, and I, I can, I can give you a couple extra, you know, pay you a little bit more. Uh, he's now, like, you guys are all, you know, the credits are sitting there ready to pay up. I, I just gotta have the ship leave, and once we go through the procedure, the, the credits will dump into the account of the docks. But I can't, in good conscience, open that that lockup. I'm sorry, I can't compromise. You know, I'd be compromising uh, 20 bursts if I did that. Yeah, don't yeah. do that. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's like, oh, you know, nothing, you know. Um, uh, out of character, we left that. <laughs> armor on that ship. Correct. Right? No. Uh -oh. yeah. So I'm gonna him, like yeah. go to Onyx like quietly and just say, any way you can look into the cameras and make sure nobody oh, trying yeah. to get in our ship there, Onyx? Yeah. yeah you okay. can remote connect in, yeah, if you want to. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try to remote control it. Yeah, uh, I wanna see you, you remote control into the ship and you can see that like the crates with the armor in it is all, they're still intact. Uh, did you guys, you guys didn't assemble it, did you? No. We put it no. in all the cargo it's all, Yeah, I thought you guys stashed there. it where you yeah. could. Yeah, I know your uh, your set of Goliath of, of, uh, of Martian Marine Corps Goliath power armor is still stashed where you left it. Ooh, you're not gonna go including it, including it, it's it's five rock it's five rockets mounted in the back and the uh, two millimeter Gatling gun mounted to the, the arm of it. Yeah, it's all intact. Your cool. very your very very illegally obtained Martian power armor is intact. Uh, it's it's good, Jackrabbit. Nobody. Uh, yeah, it's, it's safe. I just show her, yeah. So yeah, so Cord, you start seeing them talk amongst each other, like away from you, in very hushed tones, and they're... Onyx has been protected by a shield of money for the last week, and all of a sudden he got a little panicked. You mm -hmm. saw um, a panic pop. In no roll, you saw a panic pop. Interesting. Cord would be just, with prior uh, consultations as well, always trying to make sure she has all the information, so she'd be trying to listen in. If there was any hush tones, uh, give me a give me a um, your choice of either listening or seeing test uh, perception, whichever one you want to do. Ooh. I believe you have, yeah. So it's just it's just gonna be a uh, plus two. Which which one you do seeing or, hear, or hearing? Oh um, 
Are they? I'm sorry. Are they both perception. They're both plus two. The same. It's the same rolls. It's matter which oh, one. Okay. What do you want um, to try to see something or hear something? Um, hear something. Okay. Give me. Give me the roll. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um. Yeah, you you can augment that roll if you want to. If you want, if you want to change up that roll a little bit, you can change one of the dice to a higher number um, by spending fortune. Um, unless you want to, but that will not succeed. Okay. Um. You would need a fourteen to pass this. I'll say. A fourteen. Okay, so I just need two more. And fortune? Do I just? Uh, yeah, you deduct from your fortune points on your sheet. Yeah. So like, what uh, like, what what was your lowest die roll in there? Uh, one. Was that on the drama die or the another die? Another die. Okay. So if you were to push that to like by two points up to a three, it would just cost you three three fortune. Okay. Yeah. I'll go ahead and do. I'll spend three fortune. You kind of you kind of like listen in <laughs> and hear them, and you, you you hear them talk about like like is like basically you're catching on that like they're smuggling. You're pretty sure like military grade weapon. <laughs> yeah. You hear like Jackrabbit say. What about the cannons that are on the back of the thing? Are the cannons okay too? Yeah. I put them oh, up there above that yeah. thing. Okay. About the Gatling guns. And you can <laughs> see it there, Courtney. You can see that their ship it does have weaponry on it. It has several. It has two torpedo tubes and a PDC network. So like it is a it is a ship that can fight. Um, but now, which is not uncommon to see, but uh, you do see that they're like they're talking about like is the cargo secure? Did you put the cannon away I and mean, stuff like that? Yeah. She's going to just be not interjecting, but very much taking note of that. Oh, maybe maybe we asked uh, Cord, and maybe she could help us get the ship out quicker. Or maybe I don't know. She businesswoman. Maybe she could help us. Um, yeah, yeah. You try. So as you guys are standing there, kind of consulting, going over this, a uh, you see this woman approaching uh, the group. Actually, uh, she stands out from the rest of the dock workers, people moving the ships, tourists, uh, people with like uh, kind of their own thing going on and stuff like that too. Um, she's tall. Uh, you're, you think she might be an Earther. You're not sure if she's an Earther or a Martian. Um, and she kind of, a, uh, she's wearing like kind of a business suit, um, like a um, like kind of a power suit type deal. She's got like the blazer on. The blazer a little, little loose fitting. Um, Wyatt, uh, you, you're a little bit, you think maybe um, looking at her just initially, like uh, give her kind of an, 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 an ocular pat down. Uh, <laughs> you think um, she might be packing like a weapon under her jacket or something like that too. Um, but you're pretty sure she's like a bodyguard type. Um, and she kind of nods to you as uh, acknowledging all four of you. She's not trying to be discreet. She's not trying to like hide, but she's being polite and approaches the four of you as you guys are kind of going over your data pad, checking all the, the camera footage on the ship and everything. And uh, you know, Onyx, you know, you kind of take it and put it behind your back like nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she says, she goes, she goes, um, uh, are you the crew of the, uh, the Anna Marie? Yeah, and I Stay. nudge Myrtle, like, forward anytime there's somebody <laughs> fancy. I always nudge the fancy one of our crew. Um, we, we yes, yes. Um, um pretty much, of, yes. But it's not the Anna Marie. Take. She sees Cordelia and kind of gives a double take to Cordelia, like, you hear uh, Cordelia you recognize her um, immediately as Yusamaran uh, 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 she is a uh, sorry uh, her name is uh, Saida Yusamaran uh, she is a personal bodyguard for one uh, Beauregard Guan 
the minister of the mega church. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've, you've you've met her before briefly, but it's mostly just been kind of in passing. Um, you've seen her before. You recognize her though. Uh, she probably knows who you are because you probably had to go through security checkpoints to get into in the into the place and stuff like that. Some of the higher end parts of the business. Um, and she uh, she says um, greetings. Uh, I'm speaking to the crew of the Anna Marie. Uh, and uh, are are you them? We're the crew of the Sinclair. Yeah. This yes, is the... a little bit complicated, but essentially we are the crew of the ship. That is that is fine then. Um, well, I represent Mr. Uh, Beauregard Guan. He is a uh, local businessman, and he's eager to learn uh, whatever he can regarding your travels, uh, and uh, specifically with this the, the ship. Um, we were. I was wondering if uh, you'd be interested in. Uh, he would like to ha- see fit to have you visit him in Otterpol. That was the downtown district you guys were just in, um, and he would be. Very appreciative. Um, Why? Why does he want to see us so badly? Why he want to know where we go? Um, and uh, she she kind of re- she goes to reach into like her outer pocket, and she pulls out like a like a kind of a a, biz- a business card like a it's kind of like a plastic set of business card. Um, not something you really see too often, but uh, she goes to hand it to Myrtle, who seems to be the the front person here. And do you want to take the card, Myrtle? Yeah, the card the card reads the Honorable Beauregard Guan, Minister of the First Reformed Martian Baptist Congregation. Um, you've heard the name maybe uh, in passing. It's not like a big. They don't have any real presence on Earth or something like that. Too. There's a Baptist church there. Um, Why well, this might have been something either you, your family, or if you're, you had friends that were a part of this church. Like everybody's kind of. It's kind of a. It's not a. It's a popular church, say at least on Mars. Um, but. Um, yeah, so and she kind of stands there casually uh, talking to you and stuff like that, too. Um, what would you ask? What did you ask something? Just ask why. why oh. Well, she says, you see, um, years back, Mr. Guan's brother, uh, Ephraim, uh, last left Mars aboard, well, this, your ship, this this very ship, actually. Um, and he has not been, uh, Mr. Guan has not heard from his brother in over a decade. Um, and... While you may not know where Ephraim's whereabouts are, uh, Mr. Guan is a sentimental individual and would uh, would like to learn whatever he can about uh, the vessel's history. Like, uh, you know, what 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 is the name of it? This art on it. What is it doing now? Retrofits, stuff like that. Just told a sad story to this guy here. <laughs> Maybe he could tell it to you for us. Do you point? Do you point to uh, but all the the dockmaster? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yes. Uh, Mister Vidal was on the crew that helped build the ship. He, I, I'm sure, he has a sentimental interest in this as well. Just seeing this ship here in this in this berth is, uh, you have to understand, is quite uh, alluring to Mister Guan. Is that why we can't access our ship right now? You, Mister Beauregard, or whatever his name was. I I don't know anything about accessing your ship. Is there a problem with the ship right now? Yeah. No, there's not. We just can't get on it. She kind of looks, she says, um, I couldn't tell you anything about that. Um, I'm just here to ask to find the history, uh, see if the individuals that currently uh, command the ship would be interested in sharing its history uh, of the vessel with uh, the owner's original brother. Maybe even help him find uh, some solace in what happened to his brother. Uh, me, Lord, I'm not interested. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, we've been here and there, and, you know, we've, we're kind of helping out mm-hmm. here to keep business going on the ship, so it's not sitting here. Um, I'm sure that you're aware, or you may or may not be aware, of the issues with the love life and the naming and all that drama. I'm t- and we're not into the drama, so um, we're fine. Let me, let me, um, let me uh, phrase my the the question a little bit differently. Then, uh, Mr. Guan uh, is the minister of the city's uh, first Reformed Church of Martian Baptists. As such, um, our congregation has numerous investors supporting many local businesses. And he has a number of friends in the Martian economic and political communities uh, he might be willing to put you in contact with for future endeavors using your... She kind of looks around through the window, Sinclair. Um, Cord will cough lightly. Um, I'm going to nod towards uh, Saida. Was that correct? Yeah, Saida. Yeah. Um, it's, it's Saida. Is that correct? Oh, yes. Uh, yes, uh, Miss Kozlov. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. You can call me Cord. Uh, we've, I've seen you a couple times in passing. It's been a bit since I've been over. Um, if you don't mind, I have been a bit of a uh, consultant for this lovely group, and um, I definitely understand why Mr. Beauregard would be wanting to speak with them. Um, do you mind if I just have a moment to speak with them about this, or I just get something squared away? Please. But I will say this, Mr. Guan, uh, as you well know, values, uh, especially regarding Fenner's discretion, and he is willing to um, compensate for such things. So please. She takes a step back over like a wall or something like that in the, in the, the docking bay. So I'm, I hope you do not mind me stepping in on this one. And I understand that maybe a not to overstep. I do not feel like the the story you were telling earlier is entirely correct. Is am, am I too far off? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna assure that you okay. anything you share with me will stay between us. I do want to see you succeed, as uh, you are quite literally paying me. <laughs> well, I, I can tell you though that it's yet again we're in another mess because of religion and because of the martians started with the mormons so and it became about the martians and we got things to do and there's things on the ship that uh you know it's our business not anybody else's well mr Aguan has uh quite a um influential member here i think that uh with your current goals it may do you well to maybe make that kind of connection. Even if it's short-lived, um, I would recommend that you have a discussion beforehand uh, with uh, as a group to kind of, um, shall we say, uh, clean up the finer details of, of, this, of this situation. But I do think that he's gonna offer a lot of potential here. Networking, right, yeah. Networking and cash. I, I rich already. But yeah, networking. Like, there's like, there's like, like you're you're you got like a lot of flow. Like you got your you got your stimulus check and your tax return simultaneously, <laughs> and you're 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 flowing. You're cash rich right now. Beauregard is like in terms. If you want me to give you a scale of his like income score in the game, it would be something like 25, 30. Oh, okay. Like yeah. this guy is like flushed, um, and highly influential in the town uh, that he can send his bodyguard to. 
who seems quite capable to you guys. Actually, and as you decide to figure out why, you're you're pretty sure, you're not sure she might be ex martial marine, um, but you know that she's definitely capable. Uh, you've seen a fighter on her feet before. This is a fighter on her on her feet, but she's not like she's not threatening you in any way. She's just you can tell she's got that gait. I'll just turn around to her and be like, "Where does he want to meet us at, and when?" Um, we were thinking, uh, well, let me make sure that you can get there okay. She reaches back in her pocket and pulls a series of transit cards, prepaid transit cards. So, like, this will get you to the destination with, it's like your little, you know, little free, uh, bus card, whatever it is. Um, and so that too, uh, she's like, I would, uh, initially, uh, a meeting with, uh, with him would be at the, the head office at Guan Towers. Um, and you guys know this place. You guys saw this place when you were in, uh, uh, Lotus Nova. It's a 70-story skyscraper in the city under the dome. Does he want to meet us now or later? Um, perhaps we could, uh, if you would want to meet uh, either later tonight or tomorrow morning, either one would be appropriate. Might as well go tonight. Yeah, yeah might as well just get, get it out of the way. I'll kind of look over to Jackrabbit and be like, you probably need to change the New York shirt, though. <laughs> but they won't let me back on the ship, so this is what I wear. But you don't like it? I thought you like it. It's oh, no, too it's big for me, too, because it's like Wyatt size, and I'm really <laughs> small and skinny, so it's like It's a fantastic pride. shirt, but it just, it might be uh, better for networking to not have it today. We can go uh, buy you a new shirt. I'll hey, buy you a March buy me Like a new okay, Lila okay. New London shirt. Uh, that maybe okay okay <laughs> uh yeah and then like whenever they're away i just want to like say do you all ever notice every time we get into trouble it starts with somebody who make a lot of money in one of these inners that throw the money at us and then we get shot at so we better be careful i agree yeah yep always the same and Myrtle, you're the only one who buys me stuff that I don't get shot at because you buy them for me. You must be good luck. <laughs> <laughs> must be. Uh, the uh, yeah, so she provides you cards. Uh, you get her t- actually she provides you like, these kind of like uh, the the uh, transit cards. You can take the the mass transit. Alternatively, she also provides you a courier service where you would actually take a transport across the Martian surface. Uh, into the uh, the city, which is not cheap. Wow. Let's take that one. So oh, yeah, cool. we take, take that one. Do a little moon troll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, so she says, okay, well, um, I will meet you uh, at the front desk there. Uh, let's say at about uh, 6.30 p.m. I'm sure uh, Mr. Guan will be done with his day by then. We'll be there. Yeah, right. we'll be there. And we will be sure to, uh, Mr. Guan will provide you uh Suitable lodgings for the evening as well. Excellent. Is Mr. Guan going to provide us with some slippers too? <laughs> An aqua? I, I'm sure the I'm sure the the, the concierge at, at the uh, where you will be staying will be able to help you with those. Okay, yeah. She just said somewhere you don't know, Jackrabbit. Concierge. Con- Is that like an yeah, alcohol? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like I'm, I'm I'll take, one, one, of, I'll take one of I'll take one of those concierges too with my slippers. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, Sienna goes and uh, walks away, expecting expecting you guys there. Um, what do you guys want to do? What time is it right now? I mean, it's it's going to take about ten minutes for the courier to get here, 
And then you guys, uh, but it's like maybe like four or five p.m. I think we should take uh, Cord's advice and, and get yeah. our story straight. What we want to tell this this Koyo. Uh, maybe we can do that over some early dinner. Um, you Sit guys could do it and in, hammer it out. You guys could do it in the uh, the courier, and you guys will have a private cab. Yeah. Maybe he's listening though. Maybe he got a bug in there listening to us talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> he big power, he big power man, you know. <laughs> but yeah, we could talk about it in the car. Yeah, yeah. If the uh, if if the group doesn't mind me asking, um, I find that when having to spin a tale, oftentimes starting with the truth and building off of that sometimes works a bit better. Do you mind if I ask how how you actually did come into possession of that ship? Captain died. <laughs> Tell the truth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we was. Yeah, go ahead, Wyatt. It's just simple. The captain died. The ship was left to us. No more. Was it just a? It wasn't just the captain. It was the entire crew. They got shot. Yeah, but if yeah, that's true. They, they did transfer it to you before they died. Yeah. Well, we we didn't, did. It was we legit. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We okay. didn't like steal it or kill anybody for it. It was it was left to us. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They did transfer to it, and and yeah, it's like you know everybody was just like shoving us in there and asking us to survive, and that's what we did. <laughs> okay. That's what we um, always do. Well, I am. Uh, I'm glad to hear that it was not. Uh, through, like you said, you didn't kill anyone to get it. So that's that's. We all. don't know if it was stolen from the people who gave it to us, though. That's the thing. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. maybe they killed. They took it from Ethron. I don't know, but we get we get it to uh, yeah, it us now. Okay, so one one thing that is true about this is it was transferred to you. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, some somewhat unexpectedly. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, definitely play off that. I noticed that there was a bit of an inconsistency about names amongst it. So it's ne- it's now the Sinclair, but it's still being recognized as the the Anne-Marie? Well, and that guy recognizes it at the end, but we don't see it as the Anne-Marie. Okay. Yeah, and Diana, she changed everything for us, too. She said we yeah. were good to go on it, but she she don't know. She didn't do it right. Well, you, you can't change, like, the ship's engine drive signature mm-hmm. and the profile of the ship. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> Give him a break! Like there's a reason. <laughs> I mean, the guy recognized lot, it because he was part of building. But I it, knew but... it. I knew that she had something up her sleeve when she docked us right here. I knew it. Yeah. I don't trust. I never yep. trust that Baratna. I wonder if we could still get access to the ship. I was thinking maybe we get rid of the cargo first before we go have this meeting. But I don't think we're getting into the ship for quite yeah. a while. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I'd, I'd like with uh, Cordy. Can I call you Cordy or do you go Cord or Cordia? Uh, Cord's fine. Okay, Cordy and I, I like what you're saying, Cordy, about how we got to think about what was true, you know, and I think uh, the idea, but I don't know if you think it's a good idea to say everybody killed and the captain sent it off because that starts with the truth. Oh, well, well, maybe not the full truth. Let's take elements of the truth and build off that. So it's now yours. You weren't expecting it initially. You've decided to give it a new name to erase the past negativity 
that may be associated with the knowledge of that ship. Does that sound about right? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. good. She good consultant. Yeah. Oh, I know too. We took it because of a job, and then when we went to the job, there was dangerous things that happened. But that job was a real thing, and that's how we got the the ship. Because F, maybe we say Efron, he didn't want to take that job, and it's a good thing he didn't, because he might be dead too. Okay. So and so, there's been disconnect with the prior owner. Haven't been able to make contact with him. Right. That seems reasonable, considering uh, Mr. Guan hasn't spoken with him in over a decade either, so. Oh, we use one torpedo, too, so. Oh. <laughs> can we pull up any uh, Aeonics? Uh, can yeah. you pull up a picture of Efron, just so we know what that coil looked like? Oh, yeah. Can I, can I, would I be able to see? Oh, yeah, you, I mean, you, you can go back and pull back news stories. Uh, Coriolia can do this. Uh, you pull up this guy, and you pull up an image of him. Yeah, he's, um darker skinned gentleman uh he has kind of um his hair is done in kind of short like a uh, little kind of short dreads around and stuff like that too um you also pull up a picture of beauregard beauregard's got like these uh matte like once again dark dark skin uh older gentleman probably like in his uh, 50s 60s uh, and has like but he has a pretty big build for a martian and he's got these like um braided uh like braided hair that goes back into like he's got a bunch in the back here too like that too and it, um, they're very, um, his braids are very animated when he preaches. Like they, like he's kind of known, he kind of creates a, he, you can tell, as you kind of watch like video footage passing on the thing, you're not like watching videos of him preach, but you're seeing images of him. You can tell this guy's pretty animated and you're like, oh, I can see why people listen to him. And he's a good looking guy. I mean, he's and yeah. How about Anna Marie? Uh, can I put her in? Uh, you pull up an image of her, uh, she's, uh, Kind of got more of an uh, olive tone to her skin. Um, very pretty woman. Uh, based on the age, though, I mean, obviously, uh, what you see of Beauregard, he's aged forward. Ephraim, the last photo of him is from about the time they said when he disappeared. Um, Anna Marie, you see photos of them too, and she was like uh, in her uh, 30s, uh, 20s, 30s. Uh, very pretty woman. Uh, she's got kind of a um, kind of a straight. Uh, Black hair, uh, kind of. She's kind of indicative of someone from um, the Mediterranean area of Earth. That's kind of what you get. Yeah, I, sh I should show that everybody. This Efron, this Beauregard, this Anne Marie. Yeah. And Myrtle, I've never I seen think them they, before. Yeah, they look. Uh, they look like Ines to me. Uh, yeah. And Myrtle, maybe you should be the one who does the talking. People seem to trust you more than they trust us, Beltas. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You no offense, Big us. Pampa. She just was the one who did the talking a lot. It's probably a better idea for her to talk, honestly. Okay. We'll do our best. But you guys kind of talk this over, and uh, you... The, We're on that pod thing, right? Like Yeah, going and, and you're going the under the butterscotch, the butterscotch sky of Mars, uh, going along the surface, seeing the harsh, the kind of this kind of fun red... Uh, dust surface and um you know you're seeing all the dust and dirt uh onyx and uh black rabbit and like you're not really sure why the marshes get insulted when you call them dusters because there's a lot of dust here they're like i don't you don't, you don't get it like why they're so insulted by it but, like you know whatever i would probably ask that to wyatt i mean why did they not like being called dusters because he's real dusty look dust here dust here it's like... <laughs> it, yeah not way off but 
I would just lay low with that word. <laughs> um, so, and uh, as you can kind of, you kind of come through and it, it docks up into an airlock situation that brings the, the rover onto the, the streets. Um, it could, it, it actually drives you through the streets as well uh, of uh, the, this area of uh, Ultrapole, uh, and you're under this huge dome. It's the second biggest dome on Mars. The only one's bigger is the massive ag dome they have. And you can see the building. It's hard to miss the building. Nothing else blocks out. It's the second tallest building in this area at 70 stories under a dome. Kind of, it's kind of bonkers. And for the for the uh, Belters, this is very disorienting to you to see. Um, it, looking up to that, it's it's like you think you're gonna fall into it or something like that too. Um, I'm imagining the whole thing like is disorienting to see with like the open sky and the you know the earth and yeah. And you also know that like there is a surface area here. There's like grass and like parks and shit like that. But it also goes a few stories underground where like the city was originally built was underground and it's kind of risen up uh, through the surface over the decades and centuries. Um, so you come up to the, you get you 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 get off the um uh. You come out and get out of the uh, the rover uh, on the street. You can see people are w- walking around doing their business. Uh, the front doors are there. At the doors, though, you do see uh, Sieda, uh standing there. Uh, walks up to you, seeing you guys and says, uh, Welcome to Guan Tower. Greetings. And she goes up and like opens the door for you and like is being very cordial. I'll go in. Thank you. Um, okay. You get to the front door and like the building's pretty secure. You can see there's a fair number of cameras. There's some security guards here and stuff like that too. You're guessing you're probably being scanned, um, but uh, nothing nothing seems out of the ordinary. You're, you're, some of you guys think you might get triggered, like you might trigger something, but you're not. Like nothing's coming up. Um, you get taken through the building to an elevator, and um, the uh, she, she's with you, and you guys rise the elevator up here. Uh, it doesn't take very long. The turbo lift, boom, goes to the top. Uh, you're pretty sure you're on like either the top or second top floor, somewhere way up there. Uh, Cord, you've never been up this high in this in this building. Um, but you get out, and the the place opens up, and you can kind of see uh, that the building's built in a way that all the the walls are kind of removed. There's just the supports, and you can see in three to three hundred sixty degrees uh, from the dome, about 65, 68 stories above ground. Very disorienting for quite a few of you. Um, and she kind of guides you through up to a uh, an era, a space where there's a, a large mahogany desk, um, like actual mahogany, and you can hear um, like glass, like like the the sounds of ice and glass moving around. And you see a, a very tall, uh, dark skinned man with, with his hair pulled back in braids, um, standing there uh, holding a highball glass, take, uh, kind of taking a few sips here. As you approach, and uh, as he sees you guys come up, steps up to you. Uh, who's in front? Myrtle. Myrtle. Yeah, I'm going first. Turn up point. Everybody's like, like mm-hmm. "Yep." Uh, I'll be right beside Myrtle. Though, right. uh, yeah. He goes up to shake your hand, Myrtle, and he says, uh, <laughs> "Mighty glad y'all could do the pleasure of stopping by, Beauregard Leanne Guan. Please meet your acquaintance." Oh, bless. Well, it's lovely to meet you, too. Um, he, uh, and he kind of sits there and says, uh, let me get you all something to drink. How's, uh, 50 million year old ice sound? 
He kind of goes there and starts making drinks, like starts making these highball drinks for you guys. And you can see he's like, he's like taking a, he has a, an old school ice pick. He's like taking chunks of this ice off. You're pretty sure it's ice mined from like Saturn or something. Like straight, it wasn't melted down and refrozen. He's like taking raw ice from like uh, asteroids and, and making drinks with it. And I just say to Onyx, I better build to take that ice off Saturn for that Koya there. Oh yeah, we got we get we get everything for for the Martians, man. Yeah. He, he brews up these five drinks for you goes, and he says, uh, "Oh, uh, Miss Kozlov, good to see you. I didn't I didn't know you're with uh, you working with these folks this this week." Oh, it's lovely to see you too. Um, yes, I just recently became acquainted with uh, Mr. Onyx and uh, Myrtle, uh, Jackrabbit, and Wyatt. Um, I'm acting as a bit of a consultant for them. I hope you don't mind me being here. Oh, not at all. It's always a pleasure. It's always good to kind of get the know knows who's gonna come on up and uh, be looking at, looking after some of my congregation's money sooner or later. <laughs> oh, of <laughs> course. He know he knows who you are. He knows that you're coming up. It feels kind of good that he recognized you too. You're kind of like, oh, okay, I'm like. Okay. Um, so he says, so, um, and he goes and puts the drinks out for everybody and makes sure everybody has a drink. He's like, I already got one. Uh, do you got oh, one yeah. that's, uh, hey. no ice? He's like, well, let's go ahead and, uh, what do you guys want, what do you guys want to drink to? The Frontier? Health? What sounds good to you? The Belters. For the Belters? Ah, uh, Yumsay! Yumsay! He's like, I'm always, he's like, I got, he looks over to Onyx and says, I'm always looking to expand my congregation, you know, the, the love of God has no limits. And uh, I'd love to get it out there. Are you, you from, uh, he kind of sizes you up, he says, uh, Siri Station? Yeah. Yeah, you, you know your stations well. Oh, uh, yeah. no, I just, I know the, I know the build. I, I've, I've seen some friends come, I've had a few uh, members kind of come off from there and uh, do some uh, work for us here and there, good people. You guys are hard workers. We appreciate everything you do. You know, a drink like this wouldn't be possible without folks like you. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. He's like, well, would you all care to have a seat here? Sure, we can do that. Yeah, it's like, and you, you Merle, you're like, so you've been like, like this guy's like wealthy. You can see he's got like real leather couches on Mars. Right. Um, and he's kind of playing up like you, you can tell the guy's Mariner Valley. Like he's got the drawl. Um, he's, uh, you know, uh, Devin kind of not playing up like that South, that South, that Southwestern element, but he's plays with kind of this kind of like fun, I kind of like focused, uh, type folk and kind of tycoonish type situations where he's going on, but he is also ultimately a minister. And you can see there's like, you know, there's some crosses on the walls like that too. So there's some religious iconography, but he doesn't overdo it. He's not like, um, when you, when you guys met with, uh, the elder on Tycho station, and they had like full-blown murals of like Joseph Smith and stuff like that inside of a space station. That was really ostentatious. This guy's a little more tasteful. You'll, you're, you're, you're thinking. Um, and also, he has actual dirt under his feet. You know, <laughs> he's the he's the only one in here. In this uh, his, room? his bodyguard, Asina, is is in the room as well. He's staying up in the corner, not like participating in the business, but she's definitely keeping an eye on the situation. Um, but she doesn't seem particularly worried. She's not like. You know, she's just kind of just hanging out, taking it easy. Yeah, and I was just sort of wondering, like, is there, like, what kind of vibe are we getting off of this? Like, are we getting anything that, like, would put any alarm, or am I getting anything that would put any alarms up or anything um, like that? You're, you're, you want to know, like, what the deal with this ship and his brother is. That's, that's something you're kind of getting off. Like, how, how does he, like, what is, like, and what does he want from you guys about this? Mm -hmm. um, but he has you guys sit down. He's given us all these drinks and this fancy stuff, and it feels kind of funny. So I just want to mm -hmm. know, like, 
it's, it's just like quite a like what's the game going on here you know i'll, I'll give you uh I'll, I'll give you uh i'll give you priority when, when something comes up you're you're on edge all right um all right cool so he says um uh he says well he's like what I appreciate I appreciate people with uh, right proper manners there. That's that's good. Why don't we all have a seat here around the uh, uh, sit in, this little, in our little little semicircle here? I have set up these these uh, couches, and he kind of sits in his own chair. Uh, he sits down first, let you guys sit on the couches, spread out. It's it's a lot of space, honestly. I mean, almost this whole floor seems to be his office. I put my feet up on the leather couch, kind of laid out. Yeah, 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 go for it. Yeah, enjoy yourself, oh. please. Oh, okay, I will. <laughs> Leave my foot flip flops on the ground as I sit <laughs> cross legged. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, so. Look, I'm gonna be honest. I don't want to waste your time. Uh, you know, no use of a cowboy chasing a cow you ain't gonna catch. You guys came here in a ship my brother owned, and I haven't seen him in 12 years. My brother, I, I love my brother, and I miss him dearly. And it, it he kind of, you kind of tell us a little emotion there. He's like. It breaks my heart every day. I don't know how to do him. But seeing that ship show up here at that dock, it doesn't, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's Providence, the hand of God brought that ship here for me to talk to you folks, maybe find out some find out what happened to my brother. But I've been trying to find that ship for damn near a decade. And uh, Ephraim, I don't know if he didn't want to be found or someone got to him or whatever, but uh, anything you can help me with to find out to know what happened to him, I would be I'd be in your debt. I mean, Ephraim the Brokenhearted? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. It was uh, what Amri uh, broke that off and ran off to the belt. That was uh, rough on rough on all of us, but mostly rough on him. I don't blame, I don't blame my brother for chasing after her. She was a lovely woman. Well, you know, it, it's hard. It, it's really hard because, you know, I can't imagine it would be easy for me. For anybody from Mars to just up and move off to the belt, the belt chasing the woman they love, you know, and yeah, it must, you know. must be difficult for him. So, um, you know, I wish we could give you more information about him. Yeah, I mean, you know, the one thing that he did was like I always say, never trust a belt of belt of Baratna, and he did fall in love with another belta. She broke his heart too. Uh, you know, he keep getting his heart broken. Maybe that maybe that's the fate of that ship is to break hearts, huh? Like it could be. Maybe maybe it just should be called the heartbreaker. Not a bad oh, name. Gotta, I oh, gotta man. repaint. I gotta repaint it again. Whoops! I just went okay. <laughs> this is uh, well. Look, he's like you know. I I don't you know. I also don't blame Ephraim at the same time too. I mean, it, it was it was pretty public humiliating. You know, here we are. We're coming up. We're gonna be taking over the family company. We're getting ready to take over the family company, and. Uh, on the front page of all the of all the news outlets, you know, business investors, and then all of a sudden, you know, your your fiance leaves you for the belt. Doesn't go over too well with the investors, but uh, I and I'm not I'm not sure if you're all familiar with, with, with the story of my brother or not, but we um, it wasn't just that Anne, you know, Anna left uh, left him, but uh, you know, uh, without it was only she only left him about uh, oh geez, what was it like? What was that? He goes, yeah, what was that? It was the Seven weeks prior, you know, that was when uh, we lost uh, our mom, Pa, uh, Liang and Matilda. They both uh, died in a crash up in orbit, uh, not too, not too short, not too shortly before that. And um, you know, things were tense between me and my brother about what to do about the future 
uh, with uh, with the company, with my, my folks' company, and all that kind of stuff too. And then that thing with the marriage, I, I can't, I can't even fathom what was going through him. And I, you know, uh, it's just no good. And uh, that that's a that's something about that's something that weighs heavy on my heart. You know, even with the love of God, it it, it it's weighs heavy on my heart. Um, you, you, we, I mean, we can see that, um, you know, that there has been tragedy amongst your family, even though you are doing well here, right? But you can do well, but that doesn't mean that's healing what's in your heart. Yeah, no, that's for so, sure. So, you know, I mean, we, we are happy to, you know, I wish we had better information that we could give you for your brother and what's happened to him, but we could maybe help you out. You know, well, and see what we can find for let me, you. Let me get that's um, what we do. Let me get from uh, Jackrabbit and Wyatt. Uh, can you guys give me a uh, perception empathy test? Because you guys are kind of watching this. Actually, everybody can give me a perception empathy test. Okay. So if you have empathy, you get to add extra plus two to it. Um, if not, it's just your, it's just your uh, perception. Get a 14. 14? That's an eight. <laughs> I know empathy. Just like Brown, what she's thinking is she's like, what's what's up with all these Koyos? And yeah. they always like, hey, this guy looked like he about to cry too, just like this brother that I never met, but it sound like he a big old saga, soggy yeah, tear ducks. Yeah, yeah. Jack, Jack Rabbit's take is that like, your brother bought a ship and left Mars. That's like the smartest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, what a big deal. That what, sounds awesome. Uh, That's what, what I want. What'd you get, uh, Cord? Uh, 14. 14. Myrtle? Um, I got a 10. And Onyx? 11. 11. Okay. I'm going to give the option to Wyatt and Cord the Martians if you want to blow some fortune to push it to a 15. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So whatever your lowest die roll, uh, you have to pay an amount equal to the dice, the, the number you want to push a die to. My lowest is, I got doubles actually. I got two threes. That's my lowest. Okay. So you can push it to a four. That's four, that's four fortune then. I'll do it. Uh, so yeah, you guys kind of sit there and why you kind of pick up that this guy's holding back a little bit. Like maybe things weren't great. Uh, that sounds like a lot of tension between this uh, fiance leaving and then the parents dying and then inheritance, all this kind of stuff. It sounds a lot more like in your in your experience as an investigator, uh, this sounds a lot. This shit's never this simple. Especially with family. I'll kind of push that point without being blunt and to the, you know, directly to that point. I'll just kind of push it forward and see right. if it'll break or crack or give us a little more. Um, so what do you want? What do you want to say to him? Just be like, I think there's more. I think there's more to this than what you're letting on. Well, I, think you're, I don't think you're being rude in the way you're doing no. it. No, trust me. There was more to it, you know. I don't know if you remember. Uh, you might have. You one of these navy boys. I think you were. He's uh, looking at you. You got one of these bills. The navy boys. I think you were out and about when uh, when all this happened. But um, you know, there there was some uh, some competition. Some of my uh, my folks' uh, businesses competitors. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was uh, Pope Sanchez or. Uh, Mal Quick or whoever the hell also was someone from the UN or someone here on Mars uh, started spreading rumors though that uh, Ephraim you know had had killed Anne in a lover's quarrel or something like that too and I think that weighed on him heavy and, and he didn't want any of that you know that, that's, a, that's another hard thing to carry with you too is that you, you, you killed someone you love and 
My, my brother would have never done that. No way. No, no how. Uh, so that I don't, I don't blame him for for buggering off and, and removing himself from the business to make sure the the business could go on. And you know, and he never left you a single message. Nothing that he was just he just up and disappeared one day. No, he took that uh, the inheritance we got from our folks. I, I took it and invested it in the church here. I started building up into the the great, the great congregation that we have here. Uh, sharing the love of Jesus here on Mars, but uh, he took the money uh, and refit the, the uh, Anna Maria. I mean, the uh, you, you, you all call it the Sinclair now. Yes. Sir. All right. What, what you call the Sinclair? He went and started fitting that up, and uh, you know that that went uh, went his way. So we we had, we had we had a separation of ways there. But uh, uh, I, I miss him every day, and 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 uh, I, I you know. Knowing that people think that about my brother, it, it that too is harsh, you know. But so I, I'd like to know what happened to him, and you know, set the air straight and clear it all up for him, whatever it is, and set his name, his good name, and right, you know. So but, what uh, do you want from us? You asked us here. You got to want something from us. What is it? Well, you see, um, I heard I heard the Anna Marie was uh, being used for some uh, illicit activities. Up and around the belts. Um, I got a recent. I heard some stories too about some piracy incidences not too long ago with it. Um, and uh, when I started hearing about that, I got real worried about Ephraim. I, that didn't sound like the Ephraim I knew. I don't think he'd be doing that. Um, but when the ship identifiers came back on some of those reports that were uh, filed by the uh, MCRN, and you got you know that like the MCRN, like if there was a piracy issue, they would flag the ship. And you do know that the ship was wanted at a point uh, prior to clearing transponder. Um, he's like, I try to reach out to the ship. I try to reach out to the, the people, you know, whatever I could find. Kept up on all the reports. Uh, MCRN has been real grateful. Uh, uh, been really helpful in that regard when they can be, but uh, not too much information. Uh, it's, you know, Solus is a big place, and uh, I thought maybe people knew where Ephraim was, and but I, I didn't want to. Moment there, I thought maybe he took up, he, you know, he took up a life of piracy, but uh, I, I know our Lord would not let him fall into those kind of hands. I think you should know that we probably saved your brother's life because we took the job that he was supposed to take and then the whole crew got shot and killed. Yep. So it's a good thing that he didn't take up that pirate life. He thought about it. He thought about it. Uh, he's like, well, was, that, was that long ago? How long ago was this when you guys got procured your uh, Sinclair? I look around. I, don't even I mean, it's been like maybe two, three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you tell him that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he goes, but but see, the Ephraim's been missing for twelve years, and so like I don't I don't know what's been going on with all that. That's that's what's kind of throwing me off here. And then it got renamed to the uh, I, I saw this in the, the it renamed on some of the reports as the calls it the Princess Sella. And uh, that, that ain't no name. I know that Ephraim's going to name the thing. So someone got this ship from him, and I, that's what I'm trying to figure out is how if it was stolen from him, if he was killed for it, God forbid, if you know if he had to sell it, whatever happened to him. Twelve years, a long time. A long time, right? Yeah. 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 So um, I want to yeah. kind of look at Cord a little bit because of what we've shared already, and see if maybe she can give a little bit more of a spin on it. So when Cord's been watching and kind of listening to the interaction, especially after like Wyatt also had oh, that's pros, sir. Uh -oh. the, hint, 
Oh. I'm bringing a froze a little bit there. We'll, uh, we'll come back to that. Uh, so, I imagine yeah. while she's frozen, like what I would have said was, uh, we we only got met the ship. We met the ship a couple months ago. Okay, so it's only been a few yeah. months. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hard it was just hard to say. really hard and heavy when it all came about. And like I said earlier, you know, it's like we're happy to maybe try to find out more information what happened from point A to point us. Yeah, maybe I can find out the older, older flight plan from far, far back. And you, uh, you can look at that. But um, when we got it two or three months ago, you know, this long we we don't see Efron nothing nothing man well that, that that's mighty peculiar I gotta tell you um the uh yeah well I I'm so in I, the last 12 years since he's missing he's never sent you one message correspondent nothing nothing and, and I there's, there's a part of me that you know wants to it's kind of a selfish part of me but also wants him to see what I've built here what kind of this congregation I've amassed in uh, the last 12 years uh, and got set up, so I don't know. Uh, Maybe the real question you should be asking is not what happened to Ephron, but what you do to make him so mad. Yeah. Ask your God that. <laughs> like, that's a that's a fair question. Uh, that's a fair question. Maybe I, maybe I did do something wrong. Maybe I was uh, not as kind to him as I should have been. Um... Have you ever gone out there into the belt? Uh, no, I'm not, I, I've had a few of my uh, missionaries go out there and take a look and. But and have engage. you ever gone into the belt? No, I've never been out the you, belt. I'm sorry. Well, one thing I will tell you is when you go out there, why you ever want to come back in here? You know, your brother, he probably go out there. He see that big sky. He see that big world. He see all the belters, the way belter live. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. Jackrabbit's onto something, you know, and uh, we could, I could bring you, I could make you something from the belt for your office that reminds you of Ephron. I starts trying to sell him art because, well, uh, because he's, Jack he's, he's like, look, he's like, I'm gonna tell you, your, your hospitality here, your kindness, it really touched my heart, and I appreciate that. And that, that's the kind of kindness I miss from my brother. And as far as your art goes, son, I, I uh, you know, that'd, that'd be nice, and I, I would love to take you up on that at a later point, but, uh, it, it wouldn't the the Ephraim I, I remember was was Martian now that's the one I rem, want to remember but tell you what that, that, you know this, this is enough of this and I, I appreciate y'all uh taking it all but let me taking all this in and and, and you know uh, obliging me with this uh conversation um y'all as far as I'm concerned y'all family as far as I'm concerned because you all are taking care of Ephraim's baby, the Anna Marie, or Sinclair now, whatever we want to call it. Are you being genuine about this? Yeah, we take care this? of it real good. Do you, you want to make, make a. Yeah, I smell caca falota going on. Yeah, right make, here. make an empathy check, uh, Jackrabbit, and you're suspicious. Yeah, I take care oh, of really the nice real good. I'll be fixing that stuck door. You 11. See, man? 11. I mean, you, you can't tell. The guy's kind of hard to read. But I, I look I at Wyatt, wanna... like, is this what Martians are like? And then, yeah, go ahead, Myrtle, sorry. Uh, I just, I, I kind of want to appeal, you know, you know, our, our friends here in the belt have made a good point. And I think that that, and I'm going to kind of point to Wyatt, and 
it's it's like there's so much beauty out there so maybe don't automatically think that he has come to a bad end maybe he has found some beauty and joy that he didn't know he needed until he was out in space out into the belt and if you went that way too instead of staying in here um trust me i know what it's like you know from you know from earth from luna is coming out here can be magical so you know i i don't i want to give you hope but i also don't want you to think that everything is the worst from coming out into space so i i agree with my uh my belter compatriots here is that maybe you should uh, get out of your office and get off mars and go look you know go look for the joy and beauty out there well, I got I got my flock here to take care of, and uh, I'm not sure you know I I feel that obligation there for all that, but I do I do hear what you're saying there, uh, Ms. Cooper, and I appreciate it. Now, now Alex, I, I was thinking about your offer here about some art, about to remind me of my brother, and yeah, um, I think I'm gonna take you up on that. But what I want you to do is I want you to get to know my brother. Actually, I want you all to kind of get to know my brother, and as I remember him, so I actually his uh, about seven blocks from here, uh, is his penthouse. And uh, I became the place just how it was since the day he left. Um, and I'd be honored uh, if you, as long as you show the proper respect, uh, you all are welcome to stay there free of charge as long as you like. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I'm gonna tell you before you say say another word, I will not take no for an answer. Oh. Yeah, we do that. I, I'll go there and I will look through his things and find yeah, the essence of See what he's got on the walls. You know, check out what he's, what, you know, uh, I try to keep the fridge stocked with his favorites, you know, stuff like that, uh, what I remember and what he, he had when he, the day he left. Um, but, uh, you know, it gets clean. It, it's clean. Don't worry about it. It's clean. It's just not lived in right now, but it's clean. Um, but watch you go get yourself settled in. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, I know you guys always looking. I don't, I don't want you guys to feel like, you know, you're freeloading off me. So if you guys want uh, it'd be obligated to do a... Um, to do some do some work for me in the future. I'll I'll be happy to set you up. And I'll kind of I'll kind of ask some of my uh, my flock here about the kind of jobs that uh, folks like you might be able to take care of. Um, but in the meantime, if you need anything, uh, see it in there. The, my 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 friend, uh, she'll be happy to take care of you. Give her a call direct. She'll get you whatever you need, uh, and she'll she'll take good care of you. She always takes good care of everybody. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that sounds fair. Yes, that's great. <laughs> All right, so what a copang he's gonna give us. Uh, that's weird. He keep the uh, suite of the Efron for twelve years exactly the way it is. <laughs> so weird. All right, we're back. Anybody else think that's weird? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is a little weird. Uh, creepy. Well, I'm sure we could get settled in, and then uh, decide what we're going to do next. Yeah. So, so this, this, so you're being given access, and you guys get. Uh, Sineta Sineta comes over and cans you, uh, grants you guys access to the penthouse uh, of Ephraim. Uh, It's been kept up and everything like that to stay there as long as you like um, and really live it up. I mean, this place is going to like be killer compared to what you've um, what you've been staying there. So uh, yeah, you are now, you guys are all now part of the Guan family. As, As Onyx has been commissioned to make a piece of artwork Honoring. Yeah, yeah, and I, I get really into it. I'm like, I gotta think like Efron. I'm gonna try to like, you know, I'm gonna get in his clothes and like try to like figure him out. You know, get into eat, eat the food he eats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so you guys head over to the penthouse and you get access to it, no problem. And on the way there, I just want to say to Cord- Cordy, I just say, see, Cordy, this is what happened. 
random people they call us in and then suddenly they give us lots of stuff i i think it's us i think it's the i think it's something about the way we are they just give us things and then they tell us to be jobs we don't even have to go looking Mm, interesting. And Cordell had a slight smile momentarily. Is that before or after you get shot? <laughs> oh, it's always in between. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably gonna get shot now, and I'm gonna actually <laughs> hold my gun as we're walking. Um. So you guys? Uh, I don't you... have a gun. I'm gonna hold where the gun would be, but is not there. And then. So you come to this this uh fine apartment building uh, not too far from it. It's a few stories tall. Uh, maybe it's about six stories tall. And you can see that the the, the building is really awkward. It has like uh, terraces around it. They're like, it has like gardens mounted to the sides of it. Um, you go in uh, and you uh, go up to the, the penthouse and it's this whole floor of this apartment building. Um, it is a spacious apartment that has a living room, a kitchen, a dining room, three bedrooms. Um, four, it actually has four bathrooms and a terrace garden thick with blooming uh, what are they, camellias? Is that what they call it? Camellias? I can't remember the flowers called. Um, there's zero water rationing on this building. Oh. Uh, it's oh. pretty impressive. And even two of the bathrooms have this awkward thing that the Belchers have heard of called bathtubs. I, yeah, I don't know. Do you think that's a slingshot ship somehow in, <laughs> inside of the building here? I started filling mine with motor oil. I, I will explain bathtubs. <laughs> and as you come in, uh, the, the kiosk is set up. There's actually a kiosk that comes up, and it's it's tuned to all of your guys' names and like, your identities. And basically, you can order whatever kind of food you want to be delivered here at any time. But there is food on premise, and the, the kitchen is stocked with like uh, various foods that you're, you've been told Ephraim liked. I'm also going to be like, are all the inners like this about people that they keep a place like this for that long? And I look specifically at Wyatt, like, is this normal here? This is definitely not normal. This is really weird. Once we get inside, what's up, Wyatt? As soon as we get inside the house, I want to start like scoping it out for cameras. Yeah. Anything, audio devices, anything that could be. Um, it's, it's actually pretty easy to find. In, inside the public living area, so the dining room, kitchen, and living room, essentially, um, you can see these little, like, dome cameras uh, in the corners. Um, and you saw these throughout the building as you walked in. They look like they're standard parts of the building, probably. And richer people like this would have high security on their on their homes. Uh, but you don't see any in the bathrooms or in the bedrooms. So we know where we need to go if we need a private conversation. Yep. Yeah, in the bathtub. We sit do, do you want to do you want to search for any more, uh, Wyatt? Yeah, I want to keep searching. The um, whole give place. me a give me a searching uh, perception searching test. Don't you have don't you have uh, the the talent for that too? You get to reroll it or something? Yeah. Okay. Good time to shine, bud. Oh. <laughs> uh. 18? 18, very nice. Okay. Shiny. So you start, you start kind of ch- like uh, checking the joint. Everybody else kind of living it up and drinking some of the wine in the, in the fridge, checking out the cheese, the real cheese. Uh, some of you guys get to try real cheese for, for the first time. Uh, Wyatt doesn't trust it. And uh, as you kind of go through, uh, you, you, you're checking inside the master bedroom. Um, and you're checking into the bedroom's bathroom, stuff like that too. But the master bedroom is the obvious one. And 
Um, you find a beneath the frame of the bed. You find a bug, an, a discrete audio bug. I'm just. I'm gonna crush it if I can. Okay. Um, it looks like. Uh, okay, so you, you're, as soon as you see it, you crush it. It, it turns to dust pretty quick, or it turns into a bunch of pieces. Just, just so they know that I. That we know that we're being bugged. Also, I rolled a six on my drama die for that last roll. Um, and right before you crush the bug, you look at it. Um, it doesn't. A few things about the bug is this: it doesn't look like it's powered, and it looks like a very old model, like probably about like fifteen years old. Hmm. That's not state of the art. It wasn't like the one you guys found on the ship a while back. Those were like high, high quality. Before I crush it, I'd like to take a picture of it if possible. Sure. <laughs> I can recon that, huh. just for reference. Yeah. <laughs> um. There are uh, a few, um, there are, as far as personal effects go, um, there aren't a lot. There's like some basic clothes in, in the uh, closet as you kind of search the whole place, Wyatt. Yeah, Jackrabbit would be in the closet, like yeah. trying on the clothes. You think this one fit? I don't know if I, what do you Yeah, they definitely fit you. One? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you do, um, you do the only thing that's kind of personal to, to Ephraim that is like aside from like some like art pieces that are in here, there's no like, um, like his personal effects paper, stuff like that's gone. Um, you do see there's a large family portrait, uh, that looks like it depicts Beauregard and Ephraim as uh, teenagers with their parents above the, um, in the family room, the living room, yeah. That's a good Does it one. move? There's not like a safe behind it, is there? Like a. Uh, you go and try to move it, and it, yeah, there's nothing behind it. Yeah, I'm just gonna hang out in the kind of kitchen area, and um, and kind of chat here with Cord, and um, oh, here's some stuff, and this is really great that you can get these resources. Um, you know, like here's some real cheese, and you know, I, and so I'm putting together basically. A meat and cheese crackers kind of plate for everyone Not from wrong. what's here, um, and just kind of nattering on about you know oh it'd be great to bring these kind of resources you know and kind of these really nice things to more people on Mars and the Belt. So I, I'm just kind of blathering about nothing in particular to see if maybe she might open up a little bit more. And uh, while helping and also maybe taking a piece of cheese or here and there, um, Cord will kind of mention, no, I, I understand wanting to bring stuff to to everyone, really. I mean, I feel like, you know, there are some nice things out there. And I, I think that your group is doing a good job so far of, uh, of wanting to try to, you know, extend that to others. Uh, just a little bit of a refinement, I think, moving forward. But and your uh, your business, how has that been going? Aside from aside from your uh, the crew here, uh, it's it's actually been going pretty well. My wife is uh, has been doing a good job there on series. Um, you know, we're still kind of we're in kind of a mid range of income with the folks that we'd like to you know um, do business with. But you know, that's the thing with me going out here. She doesn't really want to leave home. So, you know, like you were talking about, contacts are important. And so I have been building a network of contacts, but um, 
we could use some more refined clientele also to kind of, you know, if we're making these contacts, it can kind of trickle down. So other people I can do business with um, to try to invest the money I have into, you know, I do everything I can to take care of the crew, um, you know, and let them see that that there's there's so many wonderful things. And I know that the belt is not going to fully be able to all afford cheese, you know, as an example. But it's nice to have, it'd be nice to be able to bring some some good things like that. And it would be nice, as coming from my family, that who don't always see the people that are at a lower rank, I should say, from them. And that, you know, in this, so that is one of the things between my father and I, and why I've wanted to have my own business is that he feels that only the elite should have things. And um, so I'm hoping that you are, you were correct about building up a network of contacts that will hit all of our interests. Absolutely. Um, uh, well, real, I, Ford, real quick. Uh, so you're thinking about this and what, what, what Merle just said, and you're putting some, some things together in your head. And one thing you know is that the demographics of the first reformed Congreg- congregation of Martian Baptists that uh, Beauregard Gowan runs uh, is largely middle-class and high-class uh, individuals here on Mars or higher higher class. So, like, uh, if if Myrtle, what Myrtle's kind of talking about, this might this connection with Guan might be a big break for her. Well, and he has, I mean, this number, he has about three thousand followers. It's like hinting, but not hinting. <laughs> In the background, as Myrtle's saying this, Cord, you would like look over when she's like low, you know, talking about the tears of people, and Jackrabbit's got like cheese shoved in her cheeks. She's like kind of pulled off any fluffy types of things and is wearing it like a scarf. It's sort of like going, this is what the inn is like. This is what the inn is like. Just like this with the cheese and it's it tastes like sock. It tastes like socks. Sorry, go ahead yeah. now. And we're not making fun of it either. And that's the important part is that it truly comes from a point of caring. No, well, Myrtle, I think that now I know I may be young, but I have been very blessed um, to make a lot of connections with people. And I think that the way you're going right now is a very strong, a very strong possibility to be able to achieve that. Um, what you'll find, I think that, especially with a contact like this, if if it goes well, that one word is gonna go to the next person, to the next person, to the next person. Pretty soon those contacts will be actually bringing in more people for you. This could be, this could be pretty big. He's got a lot of followers. That could be good. I, you know, I do worry about them wanting to mm, maybe sanitize our group. <laughs> well, I would say maybe uh, let the, the, and she'll kind of glance over towards Jackrabbit. <laughs> I have a feeling that uh, no matter the sanitizing that tries, people are going to stay who they're meant to be. Excellent. So I'm having definitely a lot better feeling uh, about working with Cord here. So I'm relaxing. You can see me noticeably, re- rela- you know, relaxing here because I care about the crew. Hey, yeah, uh, Wyatt, you find anything interesting other than uh, <laughs> something like this? And I'm like, got whatever other things like that I've picked up, like some vase that I'm trying to put in my pocket. Uh, there was a bug underneath, uh, not like a insect creature bug, but a, a bug underneath the master bedroom, under the bed. 
I'll show. I'll take it over to Onyx. Be like, there's a picture of it. I yeah, Onyx is in the tub. I'm, I'm taking a bath. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> no, that's okay. Come on in. Cool, man. The, the water is filthy. There's like a ring yeah, yeah. out on the tub. <laughs> it's like super dirty. The bubbles like, are yeah quickly you know deflating. Don't worry, some motor oil will get that right off. Yeah. So you take a look at this. You, yeah. you take a look at the image on his uh, data pad, and it's like an older model bug. Um, I got like a pretty standard audio bug, nothing fancy. Um, but based on the image that you're seeing of it before you crushed it, it wasn't even turned on. It was like depowered. Probably ran out of power a few years ago or something like that. Yeah, that's strange. This bug is pretty old, and it's not even on. I wonder what it's doing down at the bed. Maybe we should search that uh, master bedroom better, flip everything over and take a look. But that's a strange thing to find. Yeah, as hey, old uh, as it Onyx, is. You think there's... Sorry, go ahead, Wyatt. I was just going to say, as old as it was, this is... whoever was listening to him back then could be the reason why he's gone. Yeah, or maybe his brother put that in there and he was a prisoner in this place and he wanted to leave and go to the belt. And now we're prisoners in here and I'm going to get shot. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And I'm drinking some bath water because it's aqua. I don't know. It's just like <laughs> running. I'm just like, woo! No water hey, on the edge. Yeah. You, you think there's any way to know where, where that bug was leading to, even though it old and out of battery? Well, it's well, crushed I, now. Yeah, as I said, <laughs> he crushed it. But maybe we find another bug and uh, could turn it on. Uh, GM question. So kind of having some ground in like political circles, business circles, has court ever like seen anything similar to this where like within families or businesses? Um, So you, in your, in your experience with the Guan family uh, working for uh, Beauregard, uh, you do know that he has some, um, about seven years ago, he had an overturned conviction for tax fraud. Um, so you know that like families of this kind of wealth might um, get investigated and people might want to try to find information about them once in a while. So this is not uncommon. Uh, but based on the age of the thing, you're guessing it's from something way, way back. I mean, it's it's, it's it wasn't active there. It doesn't think anyone's trying to spy on you, really. Um, it seems more it's kind of left over something that was never got found. You know, it's that it's that Eminem that got dug into the couch. They got forgotten, so. In which case, a cord would convey. Uh, just if, for what it's worth, I I do recall that uh, Beauregard had a bit of issue with uh, some some tax fraud and, uh, investigations. And you had heard rumors of Beauregard himself having some legal issues, but they weren't really your concern. You were more concerned with the business end of it. So the tax fraud was interested in that, but like, as far as going into the into his own personal uh, records, you never did. That makes sense. She'll convey that to the group. Are we all in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, apparently. No, there, there was a, yeah, yeah you know, sitting there, Ox is just hanging out, stoking it up. Like, cause he's, he's clearly the celebrity now. He's having kind of like a Scarface moment in the tub when he's talking to him. Uh, why do you pass me that rope? <laughs> yeah. You go. Yeah, I feel like I'm so lanky, the legs are yeah. hanging out. Yeah. I feel good yeah. to float, you know? Yeah. Get out of the gravity a little bit, yeah. So uh, yeah, if you guys have questions, if you guys want to look more into uh, Beauregard or more into his brother or more into the history of the uh, the ship, you're all those are all things you're welcome to do. I definitely want to look into more about the ship, its history, 
as much yeah. as I can find out about it. I'm gonna look into the brother because I want if I'm 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 thinking like I'm gonna make art, but I'm also sort of get yeah I want to find out get into this mindset. Is there like something last thing he wrote he wrote a video he took? Um, what so, kind of um, thing, what kind of pictures he has on his wall? Maybe where he want to go? When do you, you do. he want to go on the belt? So besides the one the one framed portrait of the family, you do find a, a framed photo on a, a desk, uh, like in like the living room of um, Anna Marie. Uh, so there's a photo of her. It's a very beautiful woman. It's a very nice uh, photo. So it's a, a a smile that that would definitely uh, is worth a lot. Like feels feels good to look at. I'll like try to download it or. or you take a picture. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's an actual photo. They're actual printed like items. They're not. They're, it's quite a uh, quite extravagant. Um, Did why... you say that it's like a rumor that she's been murdered by him? Is that was that what he was saying? That that's what people that was were a rumor. About? Yeah, he, that Bogart mentioned. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, All right. That's weird. But he didn't. He, he didn't seem to buy into that. Um, Wyatt, uh, you start kind of like dig up on the Anna Marie, and you don't. There's really not a whole lot about it um, in public records. Uh, you do know that the MCR uh, government records would have it in there, but you would have to either call it, like, try to, like, ask a favor or uh, hack into their, their records to get the access to those deep deep records like that. I'd, I'd try to pull a favor and see if that would help out anyway. Um, give me a uh, communications... Do you want to be honest about it with, like, one of your buddies, or do you want to, like, from the military, do you want to uh, lie I'll to them? No, I'll be honest with okay. you. Give me a communications bargaining uh, check real quick. And you get a plus one because of your connections to the MCRN. 16? 16, okay. So you, you go up and, like, you, you dial up one of your buddies and talk to them in real time. You haven't talked to an old buddy you served with as a military police who's now gone into officer, stuff like that. Um, he's doing more kind of, like, clerical work. Like, oh, you know what's up? They shoot some shit, whatever it is. Um, and um, you... Uh, you kind of, you know, kind of trade some information with them and stuff like that too, and talk about days. And um, you, you pull, he pulls. He's like, "Yeah, let me send you over some. I'll send you over some records about this." He's like, "This is some ship. Like, I don't. It's." I, he's like, "Why are you so interested in the ship? Like, it's just something." But he's, you know, if, you, if you're on a job for, uh, are you like, are you still working for Anisect? No, I'm kind of doing my own thing now. He's like, "Well, if you're back here on Mars, we'll have to get a drink over." Uh, one of the one of the cowboy bars here. Where, where are you? In, where are you in uh, on Mars right now? Uh, tell him. I'll tell him. Tell Lawrence Nova. He's like, holy shit! He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Moving up in the world. Okay, okay. I don't know if I can afford to talk to you much longer. But here, let me send the details over, and he sends over this information. Um, basically, it comes up that like, uh, it's just some it's just some construction records of this ship, and it's like all of it's like boring as hell this was not a warship this was it didn't have weapons on it it had a pdc network just for asteroids and crap for safety um it was doing some early trade work contracts off of mars to stuff in the belt um there was a uh a, uh, a scuffle like a um a contested boarding action by the u.n patrol uh about nine years ago but the records are incomplete and like uh none of it goes on to what happened exactly um, there's only a few docking records in the belt, and not and most of those seem like uh, they've been scrubbed. You don't know if they've been scrubbed by who, like. Um, but you're guessing the ship was a pirate ship that, like, they were probably scrubbing the records, maybe. Um. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you look through it and like it's all pretty boring and doesn't say anything. It's very undetailed. Okay. But it does. But it does confirm the ship was built here in this area, 
and it was not. It's been it's been modified since though. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing. Can in. I? Mm-hmm. Can I? Um, what I imagine is, uh, like, I I want to look at I want to look up the gossip. Like, I want to go into the like gossip discussion okay. boards around the death of Anna Marie, but I didn't like that guy that we met, the rich guy. So I'm like specifically looking for like, did anybody think that maybe it was the brother? You know, so I'm like, I'm like kind of saying it out loud, whatever I'm finding, I'm like talking out loud, like, oh, this this person thinks it's this, this person thinks it's that. What can um, I find? Okay, so you put that theory out there. Uh, go ahead and make a, uh, you go on, you start going to the local boards as a, uh, you know, as uh, I can't remember your I can't remember your username was, uh, but uh, I forgot. Yeah, you go on. You oh, go bun, on your bunny rabbit. Boards. It was bunny rabbit. <laughs> but, yeah, that's right. Bunny, rabbit. Yeah, bunny rabbit nineteen. And you go on and uh, make a communication investigation check. So there's communications as you start Ooh. chatting the boards. That would be a fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, do you want to push that to a fifteen? Yeah, I do. Okay. Pay your pay your fortune. fortune. So, um, you uh, you, Ooh, you actually, I had doubles. Oh, but I'd have to. You have, have, success be, have, to have success, to yeah. To, yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah. I'll, so I'll you you go ahead and uh, start kind of digging through it, and like, yeah, you 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 start digging up on dirt on this guy Beauregard. You find that like, uh, besides the tax fraud, like you find that there's a tax fraud conviction overturned that was kind of public. Um, he's had some citations for public drunkenness, basically being at, like uh, out drinking. And when he was in college, he had an assault charge, um, which is kind of it, it's kind of a vague thing as far as what it goes. But the one thing that does pop up um, in, in these boards uh, going back and looking back was like there were some rumors of him having an affair. Uh, and it looks like the dates line up about when his brother left. Uh, and supposedly he paid like, he paid the woman off a lot of money to like cover up the affair and paid a bunch of people the, off. The person having the affair was uh, the rich guy that yeah, the one you met, yeah, Beauregard, yeah. Okay, so what I'd be saying is like this really boring gossip. Did this guy get in trouble for a fight? Uh, that what that's like crazy time that they even make a big deal out of that. Look at how much about oh, but this is a good, this is pretty good right here. Yeah. The brother was doing some kind of affair. I wonder if it was with Anna Marie. And then I tell them about the payoff thing that I'm like. Yeah, it doesn't. Some people think it might be Anna Marie, but there's no confirmation that it ever was. It was just there was some sort of payoff that occurred. Um, and I told you, I think the brother is the one to kill her. I, I tell you, I think that's it. Maybe he found out and then Efron get mad and he'd take off. And I think the, you should put that in your art piece. Yeah. Oh, and then should give it to him and see if it makes him get some kind of reaction. Yeah. This is the other thing we do, Cordy. We do the art pieces, and then it makes people freak out. <laughs> yeah, Very nice. Real, real emotion from them, and we can tell if they're guilty. So, um... Yeah, so you guys, you guys kind of find some information on, on this whole situation and start to see how sloppy it is. And a lot of this kind of goes with, like, your suspicions of why as an investigator. You know, the families are always messy and stuff like that, too. Um, this coming to light for you, Cordelia, is kind of like, okay, I mean, you, you, you know rich people kind of do stuff like that, but you've always kind of stayed out of their personal lives. You've been more very business-focused. They like that about you. Um, so, anything else you guys want to look into? 
Like you could go, you could look into Ephraim, you could look into uh, Anna Marie, you could uh, whatever you want to. Uh, those are other things you could follow. I'm actually just going to do my usual with. I have downtime, so I'm going to reach out to my wife. I'm going to reach out to my sister and my dad, okay. and give them a variety of different things. I'll be very businesslike with my dad, of telling him, you know, hey, I'm on Mars. I'm looking some deals. I've made this connection with um, this church and the whole thing. So I won't give him all the details, but I'll let him know the name to see if he's got any advice or you know things to look for. And then in my sister, I'm going to just say, hey, you know, one of the one of the crew here is an artist and the belter. And so I'm going to send some, you know, some 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 shots taken of the art and the gallery and all that. This is what happened. And, you know, sorry you missed it, but there's all kinds of art out here. And then it's a wife. I'm just like, hey, I'm making more contacts. Everything is fine. Everything is happy. So I don't want to get into any kind of details that I might be unsafe in any way. And just let her know it's like, hey, we've we've hired somebody here who can help us market the business and what we're doing. Um, the chocolates went over really well, and uh, so yeah, I think that we're going to do really well. So I'm very positive to her. So those are my three contacts I'm going to reach out to. Yeah, you reach out, you maintain the, you start maintaining the relationships, and uh, you take care of a few business pieces here just for uh, do some of the numbers for uh, the business on series and such like that. So no problem. Now, yeah. uh, what about uh, Onyx Cord? Uh, I'm still trying to look at anything I could find on Ephraim. So you start, you start, in, yeah. you start like looking into Ephraim a little bit, and you just go pull some basic articles on him, uh, kind of some background on him. And a lot of it's pretty public. Um, you find that like you actually start kind of liking this guy. Uh, back when he was younger, so like in high school and like college, um, he was pretty rebellious, uh, kind of like pushed against, like wasn't didn't want to go in the military and that crap. Um, but a lot of his, like, there's a few stories about him, like, fighting and his drug use. Um, mostly doing kind of amphetamines and stuff like that, uh, when he was younger. Uh, in his 20s, though, he kind of, like, starts settling down, um, and he starts getting more responsibilities from his parents for, uh, Guan Financial, the family business, so it was a financial investment firm. Um, and, uh, which he, which he, uh, worked for his mother there. Um, but then, uh... It all, it all gets pretty boring from there on. Like, he's kind of dating some people, including this Anne Marie, uh, for a while. Um, he's on he's on his way up in the business world, doing pretty well. But then his parents uh, die in this uh, business flight out of the Mariner Valley. Uh, just some random crash and random radiation storm. And um, it seems like that was the point where his... Uh, the relationship with his brother kind of fell apart. Um, they kind of were fighting over stuff like that, too. And there was a very public, his um, his conversation with the brother became kind of public, and there were a lot of people uncertain about what's going to happen with the company because of that, and like who, which brother would take it over, and which brother would like make it succeed. And people were kind of hoping for Ephraim because he was the one that was more involved in it, where Beauregard was more into the church. Um, but you start getting into like uh, he started going back to drugs, going back to the amphetamines and stuff like that too. Um, but uh, and then because of his kind of like drug use and his fighting with his brother. Uh, it's kind of the, the idea is that Anne left because of that. Like uh, Ephraim was kind of in a, a spiral, and that's not what uh, Anna Marie signed up for. And so she uh, she left him, and then he basically took the money he had left over uh, and uh, bought the ship, and then just left for the belt. Um, and whatever um, whatever money was left over from the financial company was slowly transferred over to uh, Beauregard, who then used it for the church. 
uh, share that with everybody. Yeah, I like I like this guy Afron. I mean, he's no different from a lot of Beltas I know. You know, but maybe he just uh, yeah. I sound like maybe he just uh, fly off to the belt, start a new life, or or get more drugs out there and got lost. Uh, what about Court? What do you what do you want to do? Um, Court probably would have, uh, if there were questions about the business side of things, would be happy to answer any questions anyone had, but would emphasize, you know, the personal stuff. She wasn't, wasn't super well versed in their personal lives. Um, but she would want to actually, while they're looking into Ephraim, she's looking into them. Okay. Uh, one thing I will say, so for the business side, one thing that is interesting is the money that came from the business. Uh, to that, that was left over from um, Ephraim, uh, that Ephraim should have had that went to Beauregard. It actually wasn't a lot, all things considered, to Beauregard. Beauregard was actually making more money running the church than they were with the financial corp- uh, corporation. So, uh, one thing that immediately comes off your mind is that Beauregard was not motivated by money for this at all. Um, it was paltry. It was. It was. It was like I mean, it was a lot of money to you guys, but it wasn't a lot of money to him. Um, you started investigating everybody. Uh, give me a um, investigation, uh, communication, investigation, or intelligence research. Your choice. Actually, it'd be research. It'd actually be uh, intelligence research. Research. So this intelligence raw, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Ten. Ten. Okay. You start looking at the Myrtle. Um, Myrtle comes back as it does own this business that she's mentioned. Her wife does live on series. She is from Luna. Uh, it's all pretty public information. She has family on Luna. Um, she's been to Earth a few times. Uh, did serve in the uh, United Nations Navy as a quartermaster, uh, but didn't see any action or really believe like on ships much. Uh, but seems on the up and up with his business thing. That is legit. Um, give me a roll for Onyx. Min- minus two. Uh, you get minus, yeah, you get minus yeah. two to this roll. I'm a fringe uh, oh well, that makes it an eight. <laughs> an eight. Yeah, you look at this guy Onyx, and like all you, all you know is what you've heard. Um, you, yeah, you don't know shit about him. Like nothing pops up on anything. Uh, you know he had an art show on, on Luna like a few weeks ago. That's about it. And you find the the RSVP and some of the images, which seem to be like it seems to indicate that he had a life of like as a graffiti artist on series. Is all it really says. Okay. Uh, give me a roll for uh, Jackrabbit. Oh, wow. Um, nine. <laughs> nine? Okay. Uh, that includes your intelligence? Intelligence? Wow, okay. Yeah, that's uh, bad. All right. So, yeah, you look at the jackrabbit, and, like, yeah, you're you're seeing this, like, it's just some Belcher street kid, as far as you're concerned. Um, yeah, the Martians don't know how to look into the Belchers. <laughs> no. Yeah, you don't know how to look at Belchers. Yeah, they have a different kind of record system. Um, and then, uh, Wyatt, you can look at a Wyatt. Uh, you get a plus two against Wyatt, though, because you're on Mars. And of course, it's the one I don't need a plus for. Um, let's see. It's a 15. 15, okay. So you look at a Wyatt. Yeah, Wyatt did his 20 in the uh, MCRN as a, as a um, like a military police officer. So he basically like did security on ships and everything like that too. Uh, he didn't see a lot of action. Uh, you know that after that, he went into and had a job with Anisect, which is a private security firm here on Mars that, that uh, licensed out to the belt and he was on Palace Station uh, out in the belt doing security until he like left the job suddenly a few months ago. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, he, he's got family here out in the Mariner Valley. Uh, they look like just middle class working folk. Um, they're, uh, is your family a military family? Why? I can't remember. 
don't think so. I don't. I think, yeah, I think they work in like the private, like the private sector, and do engineering or uh, you know build ships and stuff like that. So it's kind of a pretty common uh, Martian family. By no means like 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 we're talking like lower middle class basically. Okay. Oh. All right. Um, you guys, uh, you guys take the evening, uh, enjoy the, the facilities, do your research, check into stuff. Um, the, the plot kind of keeps on thickening here. Um, the, uh, as you guys, uh, chill for the night and, uh, sleep in these numerous rooms, these large beds, couches, wherever you want to sleep, there's plenty of space. I'm going to take the big bed. I hope y'all don't mind. I already laid in it. <laughs> I'm going to sleep in the tub. You sleep in the tub? <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, but the, the water might feel good on your uh, your bones too. Like, yeah. might help with the gravity thing. Um, you um, you guys uh, wake up in the morning, and uh, you are greeted with a uh, on the on the main screen of the room where you order food. There's actually a um, uh, you're being told there's one. There's like food prep for you outside the room, like waiting for you. In addition, you also get a uh, an RSVP to a place called the Palia. Which, uh, Myrtle, you've heard of it, uh, Cord, you've been there. It is a supper club that specializes in using Martian ingredients, specifically rices, uh, seafood, and local uh, varietals of earth spices that were re-engineered to flourish under a Martian atmosphere. So they can actually grow the stuff on the surface of Mars. Um, and it is a, um, but yeah, you've been given a uh, reservation there with, uh, Mr. Guan, Beauregard Guan, uh, to have a dinner there at this posh. Uh, it usually takes a takes a, at least a month in advance to book a, a table there. Um, and there is a there you do note the in the fine notes there is a dress uh, code. Oh. Um, there are clothes available to you here, Jackrabbit, but they will be a little bit size big. But they would they would. Jackrabbit uh, looks over like, huh? And she's got like um grapes now stuffed into her cheek, and she's like bringing the food in and shoving them in. going on here. I think that we can probably help style this. <laughs> Makeovers, yes. <laughs> so, um, you uh. Do you guys like? Do you have to spend the day trying to dress yourselves up and get some better clothes? Yeah, yeah. do yeah. a little shopping. Okay. Will so, we have to assist, especially with emphasizing we're going to a place that takes Martian, Martian foods. We're actually able to feature everything on this, and so maybe just make yourself appear a bit more Martian-esque, for lack of a better term. So we wear army clothes, <laughs> navy clothes. I don't know what Martians wear, but okay, yeah. Uh, you can, can I look at my T-shirt that's like I heart like New London, <laughs> like the Martian shirt, and I'm like, this this pretty Martian, okay. So yeah. so yeah, you guys put it on the the line of credit here for the room will allow you to buy some clothes too. So you guys order some clothes up. Uh, they get delivered, uh, no problem. You're, it's easy to get your measurements. There's like a there's like a, a mirror in the uh, bathroom that will do your measurements for you. You just kind of walk up to it; and it'll, it'll measure you for you, for you and everything. Um, you get some clothes, and um, you uh, uh, spend the day kind of checking them out. It's pretty nice, actually, pretty posh. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to do before you head over to the Palia? I don't think so. Not for yeah. me. I, just. I, There'd probably be selfies that I'd be sending in these like fancy places to like tighten. Uh, okay, you know, send them back to your, your buddy. Yeah. 
So you take a picture of like you in front of like you get like the peace sign in front of the freaking bathtub. Yeah, and... and it'd be like every like I imagine like whenever Cordy went to like look for picture like anything about Jackrabbit, there'd only be these like terrible selfies, and then she would see them being like done in person, like with everyone, one with her, one with Onyx, one with Wyatt, like yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna get a Martian turtleneck. Like a nice, I don't know, like beige. I imagine they wear like a beige turtleneck and some, <laughs> some nice uh, Martian trousers. And I'm so, all clean. Clean um, now, so. All right, so you guys kind of uh, settle up and get your stuff together and you head off to the police. It's within walking distance. This whole area is pretty much kind of a walking place. You can take a cab if you want to, you know, whatever it is, or a little uh, cart, but you can also just kind of uh, walk over there. Um, Walking over there, do uh, you guys want to wait till the evening for dinner, or do you want to uh, go over there early, or what do you want to do? Might as well go early and scope the place out a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, it's in this, the whole place is posh. You go up there, it's a straight place. They're closed for lunch. There's only dinner only. Uh, it's a reservation only place. Um, you go in and uh, you sit down. The um, They seem to do a lot of kind of like tra- like kind of traditional dishes for, for Mars, which is kind of a weird thing to say. Um, that are kind of derived from some of the cultures that initially came to, um, they were kind of, di- these Martian native dishes replicate the dishes of the primary, like, uh, settlers on Mars. So, like, you're talking, like, uh, Indian culture, uh, Chinese culture, and Texan culture. Um, so it's kind of a, yeah, amalgam of, like, the best way to describe it is Indian, Indian plus Chinese plus Tex-Mex food put together. Better be a Frito pie around there. <laughs> Oh, yeah. People have evolved. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Um, Frito no. pie will exist in space. It like yeah. doesn't need anything to survive. It's so easy. Pie. With lots yeah. of gravy. Yeah. Uh, but you do know that this this uh, club is a century old. It has been around for a long time on Mars. It's a long established place in uh, uh, Lanus Nova. Um, it is indulgently large, this place. It is, it's huge inside. Like a lot of these places are kind of built to simulate open space, even though they're not open. Um, you, as you come in, you can see that the ceilings are draped in like gauzy fabric. Uh, so they have these kind of drapes coming from the ceiling uh, and they diffuse the light. So the light here is kind of subtle. It's not that harsh uh, like station lighting you get. Uh, there is actually a water feature in the fl- on the floor, which is weird. It's like, it's not a bathtub or anything like that. It's just kind of there to like kind of flow water. Um, and most of the tables kind of face inward to this water feature, this kind of fountain type setup. Um, there's a small band uh, playing. They're uh, strumming rich, moody chords from uh, like, a, like a Martian folk revival. So once again, it's kind of like, uh, like, a, like, a, like a Indian music style, like country music. It's kind of a trip to listen to. It's very different. Um, those are Martian have heard this kind of stuff before, but it's very, um, it's not that kind of like, it's not that kind of wannabe Texan uh, Martian bar you, you guys went to like on back on like um, uh, at the shipyards. Uh, this is more like more much more culturally fancy. But between the music, the water, and the sense of the spices in the air, uh, it's very comforting. You actually like feel like uh, this is maybe the closest like an Earther type situation you've seen on this place or even on Luna. Um, and most Martians couldn't even afford to walk through the doors. But you come up and you see the maitre d and they say uh uh as you come in you see beauregard kind of wave you down and the the wait staff takes you over the table and seats you at this uh table and uh ask the question hey how's uh how's uh, the, the city treating y'all 
too bad so far. Well, it's mighty fine so far. Yeah, it's good. Well, hope that our ship is almost ready, but it's been good. Oh, what's what's wrong with the ship? Oh, they're fixing. The, they're holding all the ships because uh, airlock. Oh, can't be too careful of those. You blow that out, and you might as well be outside, right? Yeah. So, um, what, what what's been some of the sights of, of Londres Nova you've enjoyed? We pretty much just really enjoyed the hotel. Yeah, we pretty much just watched yeah. the, the oh, well, yeah. My brother did have class. I will say that. A little bit of shopping. Oh, yeah. Nice tub. Lots Dude, of drinks. Shopping's a funny thing. I uh, Last week, I was talking to one of my my uh, congregation, and uh, we were talking. He wanted me to buy. He was asking if I was interested in helping him out with some investments. Oh, okay, I'll take a look what you got. And uh, we were, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't really. He kind of... Had, uh, had some of the documentation rip in your your old Belter's language, and I was reading through it, and uh, I didn't. Uh, I should have had my my, my fella look at the contract before I signed it, but I ended up buying these seven crates, right? From him, I get these crates back, and me and uh, Sida, and you see uh, Sida's there uh, with him, like, like not too far from him, and he goes, I end up opening up the crates to Sida, and <laughs> you wouldn't believe it, I got seven crates. He pulled up his, like he pulled up his data pad and shows his image, and it's like this like wind up clapping monkey toy. And he's like, I got seven crates of these sons of bitches sitting at my congregation. I don't know what the hell to do with them. I think we're going to give them out to the kids, something like that, for some whatever little affairs we do in the future. But I don't know what we're going to do with them. It's kind of a weird thing. So what I'm telling you all is, like, I, I, I really respect your all's talk, and uh, I wish I uh, understood it more. What, what, what's, a, what's a phrase in Belter I should know? Wella walla. Oh, shit. Wella walla. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Why did God go there? Did you say that shit to him? No, no. I just, I mean, okay. it's supposed, it's supposed to uh, post it. I got on my computer. <laughs> I just read what I see. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Like, I think Jack Rabbit was gonna teach him a Belter word. I like that answer. Actually. <laughs> you want to say that to him? Sure. sure. Um. Yeah, I think Jackrabbit would because Jackrabbit thinks that this guy has killed this girl. Okay. Right? So, so he, like, she's trying to like poke at him. A so you say, "Well, Walla," and he, he kind of takes a second, and um, he uh, he's taken aback by a little bit, and he says, uh, "Now I, I know that one. I know oh, that one." You don't like that one? What about Cacafelota? <laughs> I've heard that one too a few times, uh, going going up into up into orbit a few times. Uh, stuff not going the best, and they get they get a little flota. Yeah, no, that one I appreciate. I appreciate that word a lot yeah. more than your old. What about nakang uh, na, na pensa? And what's that one mean there? I mean, it's like a yeah. It means uh, it's something you might call yourself. It means like I'm a real good guy. Okay, okay, I'm a real good. Say it for me one more time. Yeah, it's nakang pensa. Like you I say, like, okay. you say, me knock on pensa. That's what me you say to Okay. All right. I'll remember yeah. that. I'm a good guy. All right. I'll remember that one. Thank you for that yeah. there, miss. Um, Brit is just curious. Does she recognize that? <laughs> uh, make an intelligence check real quick. This is where she rolls all six. Oh, uh, no, no, actually, 14. 14. Oh, what does it mean? Uh, it means stu stupid idiot. Stupid idiot, okay. Alright. <laughs> Not gonna say anything, but uh, keeping that in mind. Uh, so yeah, he's, uh, it's, uh, he says, well, why don't, why don't we get our food out here? I gotta tell you, show you what this place is all about here. Um, 
he says, uh, let me order it up real quick. And he, he orders up this, um, it's kind of, he orders, he orders, he orders like, uh, everyone, he orders for everybody. And shortly after they bring out this dish, um, it looks like a, it's like a bowl, which is kind of weird to work, to eat out of for like the belters. Um, and it's like, it's like rice, uh, spices, and, uh, like, it looks like, uh, biryani. Uh, it kind of has like a Middle Eastern kind of flavor to it. Um, and uh, you guys have seen versions of this out in the belt, but like nothing like where it's made with fresh ingredients like here on Mars. The innards eat well. Um, and so um, he, he brings it out and he's like, this right here, this is this is the the promise of Mars right here in a bowl, my friends. This is, you, you will enjoy this. I, I swear, take, take a whiff of it real quick before you go, you dig on in. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I do. I it. definitely do, like really big. Yeah, I like foods on my face. Um, so, yeah. so the for for those of you who have had food of this quality, it's a very high quality food. The Belcher's though, it, it's like there, there's like that chemical flavor missing that you like that you're used to as from a kid. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. They kind of smell funny. I put a, yeah, pull out a little like you know motor oil. It's like my my sriracha. Can I can I, can I have some? Yeah. Yes. It's too bland. Put that on my. All right. So he says. He says. So well. Uh, yeah. So how you all? How you all finding the, the meal? I see you all are adding a little bit of your own personal flavor to it. What's uh? What's what's that about? Delta yeah, style. Yeah. Here, try it. You like? You might like it. Okay. Um, all right. Go ahead and uh, <laughs> he goes ahead and takes a takes a shot at it real quick. Um, <laughs> see real quick. All right. Um, messing yeah. with this guy, apparently. Roll, uh, real quick, uh, Onyx, roll a uh, persuasion or willpower courage test. Okay. Willpower, okay. Plus three. All right. Okay. Nine, 12, 15, and a three on the drama die. Okay. Um, so you kind of, you kind of like, you kind of give him an antagonizing answer a little bit. Uh, you kind of challenge you. You don't. You go beyond challenging him. You kind of said, "Basically, this isn't good enough. I need to belter it up." Um, he um, he's a little taken aback by this, but he does at the same time kind of seems to appreciate your honesty. What'd you get on the roll? Uh, Fifteen and a three on the drama. Okay. Guy. Yeah, he kind of he kind of takes it in. He's like, "Oh, it's like, all right." He's like, "Well, I I I wish you would have tried a little bit more. Uh, give a little more of a chance there, but I, I respect your flavors." Um. So I don't know, man. I've been I've been trying to uh, last day here. I've been trying to uh, investigate more about the Anns, the Anna's ownership there, and who had the ship here, and how it got from point A to point B. Um, what can you all tell me about the previous captain? You, you mentioned you knew her. Oh, he's talking about Abby. Abby and Claire. Yeah, that's Claire. Yeah. Yeah. Claire. You would tell him that she was an OPA, like an OPA agent? Not at all. Uh, what I want to do, actually, is I want to describe the the moment we, like, learned Claire was dead. That's what I want to answer okay. with. I want to say, like, uh, she uh, she good she good person. Um, my good friend Abby, uh, she loved her a lot, and... Uh, Last time I saw her, and I tell this just the story of Abby's stoicism and um, basically wanting to like um, kind of communicate like this was a great person who had this ship and she did. And uh, 
that life that life man that is what happened you know that's the other side of the well i gotta yeah. tell you uh, tell you miss, miss daily on like that I, I appreciate your honesty at giving that story now I, I do have a favor to ask you though um if you would be discreet if all of you would be discreet about the uh ship's history regarding its uh piracy tendencies with uh, uh captain o'rourke I would appreciate that, but uh, it's good to know, and I appreciate your honesty goes a long ways, and I thank you very much for that. Oh yeah. So, uh, that that because that'll help me give me a leak. I didn't know who this Capital Rourke was. I, I don't know if my brother knew her or not. I had no idea. So that 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 hopefully not. Hmm. So what what and then so this Miss Cordelia here she tells me that. Y'all, y'all are in a business, but what kind of business were you in? I, I didn't quite catch that. We're in the business of helping people. I think is the best way to put it, right? Yeah, we, we bring joy. Yeah, bring joy, help people. I, I do that too with my congregation, but I do it through a very specific means. What kind of means do you do it through? Art. <laughs> Built to art. Art. Need, so y'all are artists. I need, thought I thought he was the artist. Nah, uh, we all artists in our own way. I artists can fly in the sheep. You yeah. need some stuff done, we get it done. There's an art in that. Mm-hmm. And what what kind yeah. of stuff have you done? Well, there's you know there's we we must just have a way about ourselves that people who need help know that we are helpers. So they just kind of find us and ask us to help them. So you, and it's yeah, been a variety of different things that we've done. What my friend is trying to say is that the last thing we did, we did it for some um, Martian intelligent people. We can't tell you. Mm, discretion, I see. Classified. Well, I, uh, I, I, I can I can see all that. Uh, go ahead and give me um, Jackrabbit or uh, actually, well, Merle. Merle, give me an intelligence business test. Okay. Fourteen. Fourteen. He says, uh, all right, so you all professional good Samaritans. Is that a good way to put it? That is a great way to put it. All right. Well, cool. I, I can I can be a little I, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave the brand up to, to the court here. But uh, we got you guys take that one for free. <laughs> and I whispered a cord, but with guns. And and for pay. Yeah. Hey, hey, he says, uh, so. I don't mind, you know, you gotta forgive me here, and uh, I know I ain't polite at a dinner to uh, go over politics or religion, but uh, no one has ever accused me of being a plot man. Uh, what, what sort of god do y'all nod to out there in the belt or out on Luna? I, I gotta know. Uh, shove a handful of that food in my mouth when he asks that. <laughs> oh, <where's the> food? <laughs> uh, my my family on Luna, we're, we're pretty agnostic. Agnostic. Okay. What about uh? What about what about uh? You you Miss Dalyon. Uh, you know the only thing I ever trust was Jackrabbit. So you know I trust Jackrabbit. I trust the ship I fly, and I trust the stars up in the sky. I see. I see. How about how about you, Mister Thompson? You're from Mars. You, you must know my congregation. There's plenty of good Christians here on Mars. You do we count you amongst amongst us? I'm afraid not, sir. I'm sorry to hear that. But was, was another thing, maybe Buddhist, Wiccan, Hinduism, any of them? 
rather not say. I'd rather keep that close to the chest. All right, well, I can, I can respect that. What about you, uh, our artist friend? Oh, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, believe in the chance. Uh, the solar system, the galaxy, everything want to kill me. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> but is there I, just luck. I just believe in luck. You believe in luck. Now, is, that, is that a luck? Is that is that the providence of God, that luck? No, no. Mm. Nobody knows. I don't know, Copain. Nobody knows. Some some people say that. Some The Mormons say this. Everybody says something different. Yeah, the, 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 you're right, though. The Mormons do say a lot. I will give you that. They do They do talk a big game. We'll, we'll see how they do here when that... Uh, that old Naboo gets gets going, huh? We'll see if that happens. What about, what about you, uh, Ms. Kozlov? I never asked you this question, but then again, we were always business. Well, let's get to know each other a little better here. What kind of uh, god do you not do? Oh. Well, I tend not to talk about that in business settings. I, I don't mean to be impolite. All right. Oh, that's fair enough. Fair enough. All right. I need everybody here <laughs> to make a communication etiquette check. Oh dear. Oh, shit, three ones. Oh, boy. <laughs> 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 uh, All right, what did you get, Myrtle? Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I was laughing too hard. That's, um, eight. Uh, 11. 11? All right, what did you, what'd you get, uh, Onyx? Uh, 10 with the three on the drum. Okay, what about Jackrabbit? I got a 13 with double threes and a three on the drama. Chord? Right. Yeah, my, mine were doubles Oh, also. can I use all of those three to impress? You have to, success, you have, to have a success, and that was not a success. Oh, dang. Chord, what'd you get? A 16. 16, all right, you succeed. And what about uh, Wyatt? Oh, I just got three. Okay. <laughs> so you guys kind of like, I'm going to tell you, there's no way you can buy your way out of this fortune. Like, you guys, it, it's, it's, you guys screwed up to it. So you, kind of, you can tell this does not put him the right way. Um, you, but you do uh, cordially, knowing his business and his attitude, kind of like how he doesn't talk a lot of shit. You do know he's not a fan of the Mormons. And that would have been the, if any of you had told him that you were associated with the Mormon church, he probably would not have been happy with it. Um, so it, it's not so much a disagree. You're guessing it's not so much a disagree with their beliefs. It's that he wish he had the idea for the Naboo. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's more of a it's more of a it's it's more of a who could be the build a bigger phallic shaped thing in space and they beat him to it. Uh, um, all right, he says, "Well, look, I, I appreciate that honesty and stuff like that too." And uh, he's like, "Ephraim, you know, he was always uh, a my peculiar." Uh, when you guys are on the ship and, and you guys have scoured the whole thing, I'm sure uh, putting together flying for a while, you find anything of his on there? that we're aware of now. Oh, no. It was pretty clean when we got it. So no one found anything? Okay, well, I appreciate that. Uh, Onyx, give me an intelligence engineering test. Okay. Plus two and, and a one. Okay, right. Ooh, nice. Okay, nine and, sorry, engineering nine. Okay, uh, nine, 11, and plus two, 13. Okay. So the one thing you do bring up real quick, though, about the ship that you always thought was kind of interesting is the advanced AI on the ship, the executive function system. And, uh, like, that's kind of curious to you. And you, you bring it up to him, and he kind of says, oh, he's all, okay, that's still on there? They kept that intact? They didn't wipe that out? No, yeah, it's still it's still going. And, and um, I always thought it was very strange. 
I mean, you only want, you know, you only got one person Ephraim left him, left by himself, so I want to make sure he gets out there. But yeah, that's that's impressive. Okay, well, that's good to know. That's still intact. I, I appreciate it. Have you looked into it much at all? And how it works? Uh, should I? I don't know. Have you? <laughs> I have not yet, but I, maybe I take a look when we can get back on the ship. Maybe uh, it has. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. My, 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 my thing is going off. He picks up his. Oh, I'm sorry. I gotta take this guy. He's all he kind of. He's like, oh, he starts talking to this real quick about it. Um, he's like, look, he's like, I gotta take this real quick. Uh, I'll be right back, y'all. Y'all keep with your dinner here. And he goes, he kind of goes off, and so does his bodyguard. Um, and uh, he uh, he kind of has a conversation really quickly here, and the like. Um, what do you guys want to do while he's away from the table? I'm gonna put some more motor oil on his food. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna look over. I was gonna say I was gonna look over to Onyx and be like, "Hey, maybe you should see if you can bring up the security camera on the on our ship and see." Yeah, yeah. You, you manage to bring it up real quick, Onyx. It's nothing's in there. There's nothing disturbed. The the locks haven't been open at all. Okay. Okay. I think I think something maybe with the AI. Maybe we look into that. Maybe this code or trace trace something in there that maybe knows where Efron went last. I don't know, but. I know this, uh, this Pinchikoyo Efron, if he's gonna use a password on that AI, it's probably Anna Marie. Yeah, yeah, you smart. Uh, do we hear what this guy's talking uh, make about? Make a, make a like, perception like, test, Jackrabbit, while, while you try to listen to, while everyone else is talking, you try to listen to this conversation. Uh, that would be a 16. Okay, what was it? 16. 16. You can hear him talking to someone, and you kind of can hear the conversation because the guy on the phone is talking pretty loud to him. And it seems like the guy's talking about someone trashing his farm, like his aquaponics farm. Okay. And uh, they're like, you know, and then you do hear distinctly, was it your guest that trashed my farm? And you can hear, he says, no, nah, they've been here all day. They've been hanging out, you know, they've been occupied all day, not really a problem. Yeah, and I would communicate that. Some people are, they try to pin some stuff on us just because we built us. Yeah, maybe we stay here too long. We bet we better be careful. Everybody want to say we did something. Maybe we, we just... get a job, Myrtle, from this guy and we get out of here. I don't yeah, like that's... sitting here so long. Yeah, That's uh, not a bad idea. All right, he goes, all right, so he goes back. I'm sorry about that. That was, that was mighty rude of me. Well, look, I, I, I appreciate you guys hanging out with me and being part and being so welcoming to me and me inviting you to hang out and be kind of part of my family here in, in, in this way and such and have a nice dinner. Um, the uh, look, I I want to come down to the brass tacks to y'all uh, about why why I have you here, why I'm talking to you all, and uh, not not beat around the bush. And um, I want to buy your ship. I, uh, <laughs> uh. Well, uh, we got things on the ship. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you guys time to go get whatever you need off your ship, your personal effects, your gear, whatever you need off the ship. But I want to buy your ship. As is, no repairs, nothing. Buy it. Nah, I'm good. I, I think he, yeah. I, I'm now I'm like suspicious because he asked me about the uh, AI system and now he wants to buy the ship. So I'm like... Uh, well, look, let me, let me just, look, you know, I understand business talk can, can be bad for the digestion system. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm going to do here is I want you guys to take a night, head back to the penthouse, think it over, take it easy. 
morning, whenever tomorrow, we can work out the details, whatever you need. But I'm willing to pay cash up front, no problem, no questions asked. We walk about it. And we got no ship. Can you make sure that we can get into the airlock? Cause I want to talk to the ship. I miss her. Yeah, and I, I we gotta check some things, and and I gotta just we gotta fine tune it. You, I'll make sure you go and get access to whatever you need. I'm sure they'll have that all fixed up mighty quick for y'all. All right. Well, yeah. Let's we'll, we'll take some time to think about it. Yeah, maybe more time to think about it. All right. We'll tell you what. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go, uh, and you guys have noticed like during the whole thing, he's been drinking a bit. And so you, you're not sure, you might think he might be a little bit drunk even, to, to do a proper banter, a proper deal. Um, but he definitely wants to buy the ship. And he's being pretty honest and forward about buying the ship. And you know he does have the means to purchase the ship, point blank for cash, whatever you almost ask for it. Right. Um, he kind of takes a second, he says, uh, yeah, me, me and CEO, I'm gonna, I'm gonna retire for the evening. I, I, this is a good time, and I, I really appreciate these folks. So make sure they get whatever, he tells the media, like, make sure they get whatever they want tonight and stay here as long as they want. Uh, you guys enjoy Ephraim's home, and his home is your home for as long as you need, all right? Yeah, sure. All right. Sure, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get <laughs> out of here and let you all figure it out. So he goes and he, he gets out and takes off for the evening. And like you can kind of see, stumbles, up, stumbles a little bit when he gets up. His big frame kind of has to kind of use the chair to stand a little bit. Once he stabilizes, he starts and he sees the door. He starts walking. Over. And on the way out, he's like talking to people. Um, uh, Cordelia, you actually recognize one of the former congresswomen of the Mars Congressional Republic. They're talking to him. Uh, you think you think she's one of his um, uh, one of the people in his congregation. Uh, these are very rich, very powerful people. He's he's friends with. Understood. And as he was leaving, Cordova just stood up out of respect to say goodbye. Yeah. And, uh, he goes shakes hands and does whatever you guys want to. He's very cordial. He says, yeah, thank you so much for enjoying the food. <sighs> um, Strange night. So, um, I think that we should definitely um, go back to the ship on and the ship. check it out and see what we can dig up on it. Um, yeah. What what it is? I mean, it's just a ship. I mean, I think, it's our, I it's our I ship. A, yeah, I got to look at the AI system. Yeah, and, he, and and he kind of stumbles back briefly, and he says, "I want to." So look, I got to address something I said earlier to you real quick before I, before I forget, and and it, it, it would break my heart if I did. He's so my those rumors about my brother, and uh, they still bother me this day. And I want to tell you real quick, Ephraim, he loved Anna Marie more than anything. And I think he loved that ship just like he loved her, and I want to love that ship. And hold a deer to have a, have a part of my brother back. So I just wanted you to consider that. You know, no pressure on or anything like that too. But uh, my brother was did a flawed man. A, did you love no, Anna Marie too? Uh, I mean, I, she was she was gonna be part of the family. I loved her, of course. She was welcome to the family. I love her like I love you all, if, if not more. But uh, he, that was his that was his camellia. You know, his camellia. That was that was who he held closer. You know. Well, that that's fine. We're just gonna go and check on our stuff, the, like you said. If you know, it's it's like if we decide to make a deal, we want to make sure that we can, you know, have our stuff packed up. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm just trying to be very, you know, soothing. Of it's fine. We're just gonna go look at some stuff, see what we need would need to pack up if we're gonna make a deal in the morning. Don't worry about it right now. We'll we'll worry it all about tomorrow. We're just gonna go back and check on our stuff and make sure, you know, that if we decide to do this, that we can have everything packed up and ready to go to make this easy on you. Well, it sounds good. So he goes and walks off, and, and Cena kind of helps him out. He shakes some hands on the way out, says hi, tips the waiter, and all that kind of stuff. 
Um, he leaves, and you guys enjoy the evening talking whatever you wanted to talk about. Um, the uh, evening kind of closing up a little bit here. Uh, you walk outside the, the place as it's closing up. Uh, you know, you definitely put a build of this guy pretty hard. Um, and uh, you're standing there with Cordelia outside this the nice district you are. Cordelia, you're thinking, you know, you probably want to go back to your own home, stay there for the night, uh, check out your own thing, something like that. You know, I don't know if you have a, you have a pet or something. Uh, but uh, what you guys kind of sitting ready to part for the evening, uh, go your separate ways. Uh, what do you what do you all want to do? I'd like to go back to the ship. I got a lot of pretty things there. Okay, so I'm going to go back to the ship. Yeah. And I, I tell uh, Cord, I say, uh, Taki for helping us and uh, with the uh, networking and, and giving us all this advice. Um, we will probably contact you again. I really like that. Um, as as part of our arrangement, I will be forwarding over a kind of a basic strategic plan, recommendations I see moving forward that may be good key areas to kind of focus on as a group, um, as well as if in the future you do need any assistance, uh, a method of contacting me again. Ah, good, good, okay. Sorry. Perfect. Thank you. See, this was, that, was a good, that was a good idea. Yeah, I look around like, yeah. you know, even though I didn't remember booking it, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, he says. Uh, so yeah, you guys kind of like part your ways on the streets, head to your respective uh, residences here in uh, uh, Lundus Nova, and uh, go your separate ways for the evening. As you guys, the rest, of the, the crew seems like they want to go check on the ship before they go to they go to sleep. Or if not, try to sleep on the ship before they get back on the ship uh, this evening. And we'll stop it there. Really good. All right, thank you, yes. everybody. Uh, we went a little bit longer. Uh, we had some technical glitches, but that was all right. We worked through them. We got it. We did it. Thank you, already for watching. Uh, thank you, Brianna, for coming on. Uh, last Yay. chance for everybody to uh, enter the giveaway tonight. Uh, let me go and put the details for you all. It is uh, the word is business. Type that into the chat, and you will be entered for the giveaway. Um, please uh, thank you for those that subscribed and stuff like that too. Uh, the best way to help us out too is on our Patreon. Uh, I'll put the information for that in the chat as well. There's the Patreon information. You can go and jump on that and check out bonus episodes, podcasts, get previews and stuff coming up, all that good stuff. We love we love hearing from our patrons. Uh, be sure to follow us on um, social media wherever you can and the like. Uh, Brianna, tell them where they can find you. Of course. So um, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Brianna Flame. Um, I mentioned earlier at the beginning of the episode, I am a kind of a creative channel organizer, producer over at the Initiative Order, ambassador for Jasper's Game Day, and a cast member on Second Star to the right. You can find us at Second Star Show here on Twitch. We stream a Neverland 5E setting game every other Friday. So we're taking this Friday off, but if you haven't had a chance to stop by, it starts at, uh, oh my goodness, my brain is going out on me, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, um, and we'll be starting up again next Friday. Very thank you good. Thank you so much again thank for having you. me. I had such a blast. It was so fun. Yeah. It was so nice to have you. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot of fun. It was interesting yeah. dynamic playing like a, we had a, like a heavy, heavy, heavy role play game tonight. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pull the winner real quick. Here we go. I'm hitting the button. I got to click roll it. And uh, our winner is just another blue. blue. Just another blue. Congrats. Hey, Ooh. congrats. congrats. Anyone know him? I don't know him. Nope. That, that's all right, though. But while I'm going to do Justin, uh, Justin, another blue. I can't want to call him Justin. Uh, I will uh, message you uh, after the show and get your details to send you your cool prize set up here, which is uh, this big old stack of stuff that I'm now stumbling with here for you. I'll send that out your way. 
Uh, seems like it's your information, but congratulations on the, the win. Uh, everybody, thank you very much. Uh, we will catch you. Uh, we're off next week, and then we're going to be back on the 25th. Uh, so please, uh, you can go catch up on some episodes. I'll put this episode up next week for sure. So if you, if you don't have anything, if you missed it, you can go and catch it up on it. But thank you so much for everybody for uh, hanging out tonight. Thank you. All right, Yay, and we're gonna go do a raid. We're gonna hit someone to raid. Bye. I'll figure out who will raid in a second. Later, everybody. Bye.